Oh, you know we had to hit you with something nice and smooth, baby. I can't wait till they perform that shit, but there is. We're bringing you... Hey. We don't own the rights. You already know the vibes. We don't own the rights. Yes. Say it again, Anderson. Rest in peace, Tina Marie. Rick James, we love you. Tell him, Bruno. What you gonna do, Bruno? Sing it again. Silk Sonic's here to get you nice and wet, ladies. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. You already know what that means when we play music on the intro. That means the pregame podcast is back. Music that doesn't belong to us. Yeah. Don't sue. Don't sue. Don't sue. We do not own the rights. I got about $30, and I can hit you with another 100 more when I get my STEMI, nigga, because hey. I know 1300 is going to bill, son. Bills, bills, bills. Bills, bills. Bills, but we here, goddammit, episode 212, Wole here with Bree Bree and Thompson, you know what I'm saying, my melanated co-host, Bree Bree, aka Brista Soldier, aka Breeby with the shoulders, also here with Thompson in the fridge, Cootie, aka, what's your aka, DJ Incredible, aka Never Was A Belt, AKA big ass shoulders, <laughs> awkward ass body, moist ass body ass nigga. I gotta say moist. That's like I'm pause, soft. nigga. Um, nah, I don't know. What are your other AKs? And say it loud. I don't know. Are you black and proud? I'm black and I'm proud. All right, just making sure. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna need all my co-hosts to put their phones up. It's time to work. Let's get it cracking. We're gonna start with checking. God damn it. How y'all feeling? What's new, Scooby Doo? Bri-Bri, why don't you start? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm chilling. This was... Levels of right. Yeah. Just smoked on a doobie, bro. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Let's see. I don't know. This week, it was... Um, it was decent. Just decent? Yeah. To say it's good would... It was a series of valleys and peaks. Okay. All right. Um, but the valleys meant a little more. Just a little. Just a little un poquito. All right. Well, if you think about it, if the, the valleys get higher, then the peaks have to yeah. get lower. Mm-hmm. So it has to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Got you. But the peaks were more, uh, more very impactful. Yeah, I had a, a good week in terms of like, connection and you know building relationships gotcha i'm gonna need more talking Mm. to somebody at a party and less one-on-one counseling with the young person from you right now Mm. but that's good shit is there anything else you would like to add (laughs) um (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, just trying to just trying to assist without being obvious. You know. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> um. No, I did some reflecting, and um, I plan on using this weekend to like recenter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do like a deep clean. I'm going to a deep clean. Yeah, mm. I'm going to. My commitment this weekend is to not to do anything I don't want to do. Anything I don't get excited about. Not doing not it. Not doing it. Got you. It's dead for all that. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, Bree Bree. Mr. Cootie. Yeah. How you feeling? Um, feeling good. Feeling great. Um, this week was very, uh, actually went by pretty quick in, in my eyes. Um, I was able to enjoy the uh, the burst of spring that we had, i.e. today and yesterday. Yep. Um, I think the highlight of this week, um, one of my brackets for my braces actually broke. So I had to go to the orthodontist to get that fixed, which is fucking crazy. Yep. That shit was annoying. Um, and I didn't feel it come like break off. Like I was like, oh, like it's I'm barely. Is it open? And um. Yeah, I think for the most part, the week went really smooth. Keep going. Uh, went ahead and uh, checked out on my little nu- my chicken nuggy, my dino nuggy. He's doing good. He's the. Uh, oh, yeah, dino nuggy. I, I, I like to call him my little dino nuggy. Um, he's his motor skills is getting there, and like the fact that I can see the progression of him, like just learning the the basic skills as far as like you know his ABCs, his colors, um, being able to recognize animals and being able to like some. Like, he still struggles as far as effectively communicating. And I understand mm-hmm. it's still on the cuffs of being a terrible too. So, like, he has the little frantic of, like, the type screams. Um, but to kind of reinforce that and say, hey, look, what's wrong? Like, talk to me and let me know what's going on. What do you need? So on and so forth. Um, seeing that, you know, before my eyes and uh, being able to say that to me, even through the phone, was dope. Um, but yeah, man, I can't complain. This week was actually like, all right. Um, ready to enjoy the weekend. Um, I, I actually in the midst of like pre-planning trips as well. Um, like a couple of trips that I plan on within the next couple four coming months. Um, ending of this month, um, I'm supposed to be going to Vegas with my Dominican brothers again. Uh, not, well, not Vegas, but we're going again on another trip with my Dominican brothers. Uh, we're actually headed towards Phoenix. Um, the next following month, I'm actually going to be checking out, physically checking out my little chicky nuggy, my dino nuggy. Um, then the next following month, uh, I'm supposed to be going on another trip, but I can't remember exactly where at this moment I'm joining Blake, but I know the following month before that, or following month after that, we're going on another trip. And then, um, June, I am planning to go down there and check out my dino nuggy for, uh, Father's You call him a dino nuggy? My dino nuggy. Because uh, of Dino Nuggets. Yep. Gotcha. My Dino Nuggy. I thought that I was the only one in the dark there. No, no. Um, I I've given him so many nicknames, but the most consistent nickname I give him is Zizi. I mean, I just Easy. Zizi. Zizi. Yeah, okay. His name is Zion, but I just shorted up in Zizi. But that's the most that's the most consistent nickname I yeah, give him. Zizi. 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 General Zizi. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> General Zizi. <laughs> You know what I mean? My nephew's the president, he's the general, so it kind of works out in the family. (laughs) Hey, guess who walked in the building, man? It's my boy, Light Skin Corey, Mr. Corey Kennedy. 
I'm going to shift over to the left so you can take the spot to my right. Hey, man, you know what? You came right on time because you're next for checking. There you go, Thompson. Being assertive, like moderating, facilitating. Like like Come yes. on, brother. Sit your ass yes, man. down. Come on, sit check, your late ass check, down. Check, check in with the pre-end pocket. Let me pour you up, son. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, you, what you want? You want some marijuana? You want 18 honey? You want Rafasano? Yeah, you want marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, you know hey. he care. You know he dyslexic. I'm not dyslexic, <laughs> goddammit. I'm not. I said Taramana. I said Taramana. I said what I said, goddammit. Give him the last cup. to our future selves and say when we play his back, I'm going to laugh and laugh. You ain't shit. All right. Yeah, so, man. How are you, sir? Welcome. Welcome. Good to see you. Good, man. Better than I was when you guys saw me early in the week. Hey, better than you guy. were on Tuesday. Right, Hallelujah. Yeah, right. I appreciate you, Ken. Hallelujah. I've been doing a lot of... Uh, Why don't you tell us what happened at the beginning of the week? Oh, it's funny, huh? You it's know, the pregame, man. Ain't no being funny. But just, I'm just saying, time, this is the pregame. We family here. We family here. We share, nigga. We share. That's a nice share. Thank you. I've been dealing with this woman for... Well, since September, uh, I've been dealing with this woman since September, and uh, got to speak up a little bit louder, brother. We've been Sorry. dating and stuff like that. Yo, you might want to pass me a paper towel because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna sweat telling the story. So uh, we got you, nigga. Uh, we got so, napkins. We got paper towel. You uh, see uh, your man to your left? Uh, I got you. If you right. feeling a little sick, we got some Robitussin in the right. bathroom, nigga. <laughs> we got you. Got you got got over there. Uh, no, no, we got Robo and yeah. the Tussin, nigga. <laughs> All right, let me try. Let me try to do this, yo. All right, so I've been dealing with this woman uh, since September, and um, the dating has always been kind of funny between us because it started off really strong, and um, you know, during November we wanted to just take it a little bit slower as far as like um, really going slow, which means dating, not having sex. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I need to pause for a second. Mm-hmm. Who's we? Yeah. Together. Yeah. Who put up the topic? She did. Let but him finish. Let him finish, <laughs> Let him finish before you pick it apart. Let him finish before you pick it apart. Already. Yo, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Because I, I gotta I'm trying to get the story out. I'm so sorry, bear I'm with sorry. me, right? Um as you know I'm not a big share, so it's yeah. you know, so you're doing great though. So, um we decided to take a step back. At first it was her. Now usually when I hear the word step back, step back means nothing good. It's time to leave. Exit. And I tried to do that. She hit me up, she's like, Why'd you leave? Um I thought we was doing this and the whole situation I think was really new for me because I'm used to just like it is gonna be this or it's not gonna be this. But I something genuine about this person made me wanna explore this. And things were good. We was dating, um we was, you know, talking, doing this and stuff like that. Anyways, and uh it started getting funny in January. A lot happened. My grandmother passed and uh she was getting distant, but if you know this woman, like the way we've been doing this, we both have big prides when it comes to each other. So if I don't hear from you, I ain't gonna hit you up till you hit me up. And it was kind of like a game. It, it's weird to say it like that, but it kind of it kind of worked for us. But this was different. So February, you know, I just seen my just seen the big homie Wale. Seen the big homie Wale met up with my dog at, at the mall. And uh, I ended up, actually, Wally actually brought this to my attention. There was a picture she posted of, like, are you okay? And it had the little two fingers up with the girl or something like that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And um, 
I wasn't on her page because, like, with this whole prideful thing comes the fact that I also don't check her stories. So, mm-hmm. it can kind of put the pressure on it. You know, it's, not, it's, it's a little game. But um, when he brought some attention, I looked it up. And I, I was like, damn, okay, what's, what's up with you? You know what I mean? Because if something serious like that, um, and I'm going to be transparent as fuck with this shit. It would, if we don't talk to each other, it gets to the point where we'll put up some kind of, like, thing on subliminal. our story. Just subliminal. Subliminal on story. Hoping and, the other person sees it. And it, it usually picks up on that shit. It sounds crazy. When, I mean, it sounds like kid shit, but it is what it is. And, um, that's 2021. So man. when she did that, I, I immediately responded, like, oh, what's up? You know, what's, what's going on? Who? And um, she was like, she was like, uh, yo, I got to talk to you, but I got to talk to my family first. Mm-hmm. And um, knowing her, I immediately didn't think of the worst. I was kind of like, damn, yo, is it her job? Is it is because she's going to relocate and stuff? But I was like, I, I respect that. I'm, I'm going to give you the time to do what you got to do. Uh, tell your family is ready. And then you, you tell me, and then we'll, we'll work through it. It's not the end of the world. And... Um, but then this is weird. Cause she was like, I'm going to call you this week. Didn't call me this week. I was like, oh, fuck it, whatever. I'm not even going to you know, speak on it. Then she hit me up on Instagram. How you been? I'm um, sorry. I'm still scared to tell my family what's up. And then um, let me know if I'm taking up too much time, too. But I'm just uh, so basically she was kind of like, I was like, damn, yo, what's, what's up with it? What's, what's going on? And she was like. I'm embarrassed, and I was like, "You don't gotta be embarrassing me. Just, just tell me what's up. Whatever happens." And I, yo, I was doing the most. I was sending motivational videos that I listened to to Central and uh, try to, you know, help out with this. And uh, what happened? As the date came closer, um, it got to the point where she wanted to tell me because I was like, kind of writing her off. But uh, she was like, um, "Can we talk this week?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." But I called up Wally before that shit because at this point, skipping a little ahead of what I did, Valentine's Day, I was offering to take her out just to get her mind off of shit. And um, she she declined. She's like, nah. And I was like, maybe she's really going through something deep, still oblivious. And then I was like, well, you know, I got her some on Christmas. So I was like, you know, I, get you, I got you a little something for Valentine's Day. Anyway, you don't want to go out. You've been in the dumps. I got you. And um, she was like, she called me, she called me Coco, but she was like, Coco, I can't do that right now. So I'm going on vacation to my parents on Tuesday, and then I'm going to hit you up that week. She ended up hitting me up, and she was like, she was really short. She was really to the point. And she was like, I got to tell you, I'm pregnant. And I was stunned. I was she was like, I was having casual sex, and uh, I ended up, it's crazy, because she told me during when she was getting her birth control taken out, and um, uh, uh, uh. I was just, <clears throat> I was going through it, and the thing is, she was so short to the point, like, I just like, yo, I have so many questions, like, why couldn't you tell me this in January if she was losing feelings in me altogether? You, you would still talking like it was me. She's like, I just, I wanted to wait because I wasn't sure if I was going to get the abortion or not. And I, and I was like, so if you had gotten the abortion, you wasn't going to tell me this happened. And she was like, I just didn't want this to happen. It would be true. And she was like, I spoke to the guy and the guy was like, he, he wants to keep it. Selfish me. 
over here thinking I actually had to say in the matter. But, uh, um, uh, so after that, you know, I, we hung up and I was driving and I hit a low point and, uh, you know, something was off for me. It was just, my body was out of itself. I never felt like this. So, called up Wally. My nigga, Wally Coop, came immediately. Um, which was good. It helped me through that night. I hit her up at like 3 in the morning. And I just explained everything. I was, I was in it. So, I told her, um, I was telling her, like, yo, I love you. I did. I was in love with what this could have been. And, uh. She was like, I love you too. I was like, dang, we've said the words to each other before and Jim, we could have stopped it then, but um, it was a whole bunch of shit. She hit me up saying something like, well, it's not my fault. Um, you know, I'm going through something too. You got to think about me too. I don't even want to be with this guy. And uh, she was like, I, st I understand if you don't want to speak to me again. And um, It was long, but I was kind of, it was to the point where she was kind of just saying, just forget about me. So I tried, I just didn't answer back, delete off everything. Not only deleted it, but I mean, so that she couldn't see my shit either because I didn't want any trace of seeing this person. Mm-hmm. So. Full detox. So, uh, my, I've been, I've been in like one week session therapies with my sociology teacher for the past month. This started back in January when my grandmother passed. But uh, after hearing me, I was put in advanced therapy, um, which was, you know, uh, one or two phone calls a day. And uh, it's been tough, but I've been learning things about myself. I've been learning how I process through certain situations. I think a lot of it has to do with how I romanticize a lot of situations. Mm. I think... Um, I think that it's not the healthiest thing, but I also know the way I process pain in certain situations also gives me for another level up. Um, 2019, it was the case I was going through. Mm -hmm. So talking to somebody, I am interested how I'm going to make it through this because I, I do react positively to depressed situations. And uh, that's where I'm at. So not 100%. But I'm positive about things. If you had to put a number on your level from zero to 100, where would you rank yourself right now? How would you rank being like perfect myself? Zero to 100. What would you rate yourself in terms of like how how your physiological being is? Like your mind, your body, and your spirit. What would you put um, yourself? I'm probably uh, probably a good 50, 55%. 50%. I have problems that are real... Um, Cons con consistent with depression mm -hmm. I can't I can't sleep um, so I've been getting maybe two to three hours of sleep at night and uh, I get I get bad anxiety when I sleep um, I've been eating really healthy but that's also part of the fact that I haven't had much of an appetite towards food so matter of fact Yo, you talking to you guys is the first time I said all this shit out loud, so. This is part of the process, dude. Yeah. This is the only reason why I texted your ass and reminded you to pull up. Yeah. This is part of the process. Um, 
Thank you for sharing, first and foremost, and being mm. vulnerable. It's important. It's good shit. I mean, it will be good shit, mm. but it's also good shit to be able to have a space where you can get all of this shit off your chest, judgment free. Um, I heard all. Of, I heard most of that. Um, so I'm not gonna go first and and react. Either one of my co-hosts, Thompson, Bree Bree. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give my nigga a hug. A lot of oh, muscles and baby oil on that side <laughs> of the table. I fucking hate it. You said it's going next. First of all, shut up. Shut up. It's not, me. It's not our fault hey. that we have a big structure. Hey, oh, <laughs> we have a very large Guess structure. Guess who's going next? <laughs> 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 yeah. Wait, do it again. Do it again. You know what? <laughs> Yo, next topic. Next topic, guys. No, no, no. no. no this no, is still no. checking. You got it. You got it. This is still checking. I ain't that shit, yo. So, <laughs> yo, when you did that shit, I saw my mom. That's you it. You missed I was the like, fact that we did it at the same time. Same time. time. We both did it at the same time. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. What the fuck is Yo, just for our listeners, because we don't have video yet, we did the African lip that we was making fun of last week. That's just funny. Oh, my God. I see. Your take, sir. Your reaction. Reaction for nah, man. I mean, yo, bro. Because you didn't say shit on Tuesday. You was on your laptop. Nah, I fixing mean, your mix. DJ mediocre. No, it was good. Nah, only the it's it's a tough. I can never. I can try to understand a man's situation when they explain it to me, but I can never say like, all right, cool. If I've been through that specific situation, I can be like, all right, I understand. You know, I can understand when you explain it to me. Cool. That's why, like, I kind of hate when people say that because I feel like it's a cliche statement. Like, oh, yeah, I understand what you're going through, bro. No, mm. the fuck you don't. Like, have you been through that exact same similar situation to the exact team? So, and so, it's courage to say, hey, look, I'm on this platform and I'm explaining what I've been through. And honestly, it happens. And I've, I've been in different situations where I express it on a different platform where I say, hey, look. I've been through a stage of depression. I think almost anybody, especially at this age, you know what I mean? Rather be 20, personally, if you think, for me, rather 21 plus, if you've ever been to a stage of depression, it's always good to explain your platform. Not necessarily to say, like, I'm telling my business, as some black folk would like to say, mm-hmm. but it's like, hey, look, you know, you're not the only person that went through this shit. Rather be trauma, rather be post-trauma, rather be some pregnancy scare, X, Y, and Z, whatever, whatever it may be. But at the same token, for you to express that, it takes a lot of courage because a lot of people bottle that shit in. Because in the black community, you know what I mean? We always heard, oh, go to church. Pray about it. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to give you some strength. You know, uh, just keep it to yourself. You don't need to tell nobody. You can tell me. Only me. Da, 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 da. Like, no. I went through some shit. And I want to be able to say, hey, look, I'm able to get to the point where I'm, I'm in the midst of getting out of it. And it's possible. It's doable. I mean, that a lot of people frown upon that, where it's just like, oh, like you're not supposed to be that. You're supposed to be a strong black man. You, you're a black man. You know what I mean, like you don't, you don't get hurt. You don't, you don't have feelings. All this extra shit. Like, no, nigga. Like, I have feelings. I go through some shit that I don't normally express because of my upbringing, but I'm expressing it because it's okay to express it. We're in a generation where we can express it. Know what I mean, before it was just like, oh, go to church, talk to God about it, and that was it. Know what I mean, I'm gonna pray for you, and literally. Said, I'm gonna pray for you. Was that prayer? That was it. And they walked away. Like, no. (laughs) (laughs) The fraudulence. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I was was listening to him so seriously. And they said, literally, that's the prayer. And I was like, Nigga, that triggered, it's the truth. That triggered I'm a, the fuck I'm out I'm going to pray for you. And they walk away. And that's literally their prayer for you. They won't actually pray for you. 
And that's just from my experience of my, my, my own personal experience being in a church environment. Know what I mean? And not being in a church environment. But like, bro, I appreciate you, King. Know what I mean? And I, I think that everything surrounds about energy. And I'm not saying that I am a spiritual person. But like, I do I believe in a higher being? Yes. But do I believe in good spirits? Everybody has a good heart at, at heart, no matter what. Know what I mean? So like, I know if I'm down, these two, and I know yourself, you can you can easily predict that. Like, damn, this nigga's like pretty down. Like, what's mm. going on? Are you good? Like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like, you know when I'm outside my norm because we've been around each other for that 10 year of time where it's just like, you can easily pick that up. So when you say, hey, look, yo, this nigga's going through it. Bro, I bet. I actually tried to leave work earlier and he told me, nah, like, get your money. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it's all right. Like, he's my mm. bro. If he needs me, he needs me. I'm going to get there. I end up leaving probably work, what, about an hour? Fuck it. Hour after we time. talked. It don't matter because I got sick time. Mm-hmm, bitches. <laughs> Shot to my fucking job. Bang, bang. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm doing this on my, my own sound effects, goddammit. Shit. But, needless to say, my brother need me. I need to be it was there. I should have said bang bang, but it's a pat pat because I, you know. Either way, you're Kevin Hart. I don't got gang. I don't got guns and all that shit. Gang, gang, all shit. But needless to say, man, like, I'm happy for you, bro. And the fact that you're going through this journey and you're not going through this journey alone and the fact that you're getting to the point where you need to be as a man, Mm -hmm. bro, it is what it is. You like, and I've always encouraged you. And this man been preaching this shit to the day till, till I, when I first met you, you're in a position where you are financially stable, you are comfortable. You have your own residency. You have your own responsibilities. Bro, you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Who am I to tell you otherwise? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing what you need to do. Point blank, period. And that part, especially as a man of your age, there's a lot of men that's rather one, six feet underneath the ground, or two, they they, they haven't done shit in their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stack. You know what I mean? Like, they're mm-hmm. very like, I right, cool, I'll settle for this. Not on a treadmill, nigga. You actually it. jog. Yeah, bro. You run what? miles outside. Bro, the fact that I on see the boulevard. when my mom, my mom, a couple years ago. This is why I like to make this shit full circle, y'all. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put what you told him to tell me that I'm gonna put to him that you told you. Know what I mean? Feel me? Yes. I'm gonna say this and I'm done. I I just no, it's cool. No, I, I appreciate you. Queen. I didn't follow you when you never mind that. So it's it's a weird circle because when. Roughly between the uh, 2000, I want to say 2011, 2012, up until 2015, I was going to the gym like crazy. And I was posting this shit like consistently. I'm like, yo, hate motherfuckers call me fat. I can remember 2015, 2014. I, I, I hated it. I said, yo, you call me fat? Fuck you. I'm going to show what's up. And I was going to the gym like crazy. I'm like, I bet. I'm going to lift this weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to look a certain way. And I got to that point and I was settled. The mm-hmm. fact that you wasn't even in this state and you peeped game and you told a mutual friend about us like, yo, like this motherfucker's really in the gym. Yo, bro, he's really in the gym. Full circle. My ass gained the weight back roughly. I'm cutting back now. You know what I mean? Because I'm at the age where it's like, yo, health is wealth. But the fact that you're at the position where I was at years ago and I'm watching your shit like this motherfucker boxing. This motherfucker's running miles. He's doing two of these. Yo, bro, double workouts, <laughs> nigga. I'm trying to get like you. You don't pull with ease, wait, wait, bro. I I remember being in that predicament, but the fact that I was able to indirectly influence a mutual friend, and now look what happens. Humble mm-hmm. beginnings. I see you working, 
Bruh, I want to get like you. You know what I mean? You know how old folk be like, I play it. I see you, baby. I'm trying to get like you. It works. It, it, the universe works in a weird way, bro. And I'm happy that you are transcending to the man that you need to be, transcending to the man that you're supposed to be. And that nobody dictates that. Not me. That doesn't cross from me. Not this young lady across from me. Not your pops. Not your moms. Not anybody other than you. The only person that can judge you is the man in the mirror, and that's you. Mm. Point blade period. And you, by, and if you ask me, you're doing a fucking phenomenal job. Two claps. Yeah, oh, Two claps. Bree uh, Bree. Give that a moment of silence. Let that seep mm-hmm. in. Yeah. That, was, that was some quality product. Let it seep in. Not drunk Kukon. Mm. So you know it's honesty, right? Yeah, let's well, believe it. Gotta give it a moment of silence. Let it seep in. Let's believe it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bree Bree. Alright. Um I'm so sorry. That's horrible. Um I'm gonna tell you why. As you were as you were talking, I saw the picture being painted and I was like, damn, I hope this does this final party doesn't look like what I think it's gonna look like. And that's exactly what the fuck it looked like. It looked exactly like I was hoping what I was hoping it didn't look like. And the issue with that is like if you guard yourself up to someone, mm. right, and you get disappointed, it's like, ah, whatever. You know, I'm not even worried about it. But if you let your guard down, something in you tells you to let your guard down, and they fuck up, that's a horrible fucking feeling. Horrible. It's not to say that's not necessary either. Because mm. what it teaches you is what to look for next time. Not that you have to have full guard up, full army, full all of this stuff, but every single circumstance that you're in, just like what you were talking about, builds you up to be stronger. Right. To recognize really what's for you or what's um, convenient. Right? Because many times we forget to look past the superficial things that can fade. And the issue with that is that it's like buying a plant. A plant looks good in a store. But if you don't water it, if you don't give it sunlight, if you don't take care of it, it's worthless. And most people get stuck at the point of buying plants, which is why most people buy fake plants because they can't handle the real shit. It's a lot of responsibility to take care of a plant. Mm-hmm. And every plant is different. Mm-hmm. It takes different types of sunlight or mm-hmm. different um, different amount of sunlight, different different amounts of water, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. But what I will say about you said you went to a dark place and you called you said fifty to fifty five mm-hmm. is like where you're at. <clears throat> I don't know exactly what you're going through, but I've been there. I used to go there pretty mm-hmm. often. I was there last week, but this time it manifested itself in rage. Mm. I was ready to fuck shit up. I kind of still am not gonna front. Um. I think like the other circumstance, how you're feeling right now is going to build you up to be stronger. You have to know that you're tougher. One thing I, I always remember, which is crazy, and Kut's going to um, definitely appreciate this, is every night has its end. Yeah. Every night has its end. <laughs> The daytime is there for a reason. The nighttime is there for a reason. Every night has its end. 
Yeah, right. I mean, you know, so I'm, that's what I've been learning. You know what I mean? So things. Yeah. This is this a pass. It's all about trying to get myself. But better. the other yeah. thing is, don't rush yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, many times when we're trying to be a better or the best version of ourselves, especially after coming back from something that was like harmful to our, to our psyche, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we try to be what everybody expects us to be before we're ready. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, Word. Um, <clears throat> Brian like Thompson Brian, Brian said everything that I was going to say. I've already said to you what I need to say. So appreciate you again for sharing, opening up, and being vulnerable, dog. I know it's not easy for you in the slightest. Um, and yo. Like, like she said, we gonna get through this shit, nigga. Yeah. We gonna get through this shit. Rome was not built in a day, and it's, pro- it's a process nonetheless. But you gonna go get through it, cause I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> Shut your dumb ass up. <laughs> right. You guys got one of those up Right in the, yeah, fridge, in the fridge, big dog. And we uh, we have a uh, drink the mango one. Yeah, <laughs> specifically, please take a mango. Yeah, cause uh, so Rebri is allergic legend. to mango. He's a legend. And pineapple. This was good. You <laughs> that nigga all up in your <laughs> You can have that. You can have that one second. Well, my check in real quick. Solid week. Solid week. Um, got some work done. Had some annoying meetings that were just like, nigga. <laughs> like that's this is a response. But like it, things, the, the show must go on. Mm. And then. The show that happened with with Corey with Lightskin at the beginning of the week threw me off, but I had to go into friend mode. When it comes with the territory, happens, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and cool, appreciate you for being willing to miss out on some money. Well, not miss out because you had sick time bitches, but I That's appreciate right. you. I appreciate you for being willing to leave when I left and pull up when I pulled up. I appreciate that. Um, you know, we just got to do that for each other, man. I would do the same for Bree, and I've done the same for Bree. I've done the same. Like, it is what it is. Like, work isn't that important if somebody's life is on the line or if somebody feels like their life could be on the line. I just come running because that's what, that's just what, that's, it's what the job of being a friend entails. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the beginning of the week was solid until that, and then it, there was some silver lining, and then things got better and progressed. It was just cool, man. My mom's healthy. My pops is healthy. My brother's good. And y'all already know, my brother's my only headache. I have no headaches in my life except for that nigga. And he had a great week. He's had a great couple weeks. He had a great couple weeks. You ask my mom, she'll tell you something different, but that's a story for another day. But the nigga has had a great three weeks, and I'm fucking happy with him. Bought a new fucking car last week after the pod, the day after the pod. Um, I'm out here these streets. I'm out here some all black. Yo, for I the culture, the, I call it the Night Rider. This nigga is retarded. <laughs> Yo, the- that's exactly what he said too. He said, "Oh, you out here in the Night Rider?" <laughs> Yo, who is retarded? Two claps, nigga. I appreciate Yo, you. He's out here in the Night Rider. You know, listen. Man. Yo, it's over for you bitches in summer. 2021 is over. This motherfucker's Yo, out here. I really, I really sent the text. And I don't see your car. <laughs> Yo, he out here, bro. I yeah. pulled up. I said, "Oh Wait, shit!" This motherfucker yeah. got the Night Rider. He drove past it and had to reverse. <laughs> God, it was his, yo, no cap. When I pulled up, I was like, oh, shit, where's your whip at? He was like, nah, it's right behind you. I said, nah. Nigga, I'm sitting in it. Sitting in it. I pulled up. I said, oh. I rolled down the window. 
That you and the Night Rider? I said, my nigga. Listen, that's all. I let y'all big me up. It wasn't a big deal. Like, nah, oh, no, 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 no. No, fuck that. No, shut up. I was, I'm big you up right, because the simple fact that any accomplishment is a, is, a, is a good accomplishment. The fact that this man said, "Hey, look, I'm tired of my current whip. I'm in a financial predicament." Because being, I wasn't being, in a financial predicament, but yes, it don't matter. He was in a financial right. situation where say, "Hey, look, it don't matter." He got something to a new. Thank, uh, he got himself a newer whip. That's it. And the fact that that bitch is looking like the Nightwing, man, listen. I got yes. inside of this car. Bruh. All black interior. Oh, yes. All cloth. Sexy. Mm. Yeah, I got to see the inside of this one. Bruh, I said that. I, I haven't yet to that bitch. I know if I sit in that bitch, I'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> this nigga Thompson is retarded. My, but, my so that was that. the highlight of my week. <laughs> Long story short, that was the highlight of my week. Bought a new car, upgraded from my old whip. That shit. Well, it, was, it was running fine. I just wanted something different. You mm. know what I mean? Sometimes when you want to boost boost your confidence and remotivate yourself to do to keep staying on the path to, to stay on the path of greatness and to achieve more, you gotta elevate yourself. So like newer car, less miles, uh, bigger loan that I have to pay off. But who the fuck cares? I got it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's my mm. mindset. It's just a car. It's just bread. If the world ends next week, guess what? Guess who doesn't have to finish paying off that car? Energy. All of us. So it's like I don't view I don't view materialistic things the way that I did seven years ago. I haven't. Like a car is a car, it's a fucking tool. It gets me from my house to Breebe's house, aka pregame studios to record the pod. It gets me from my house to my gig so I can tell jokes and make people laugh. It's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't a big risk. I I got my credit checked. Uh yeah uh Thursday yesterday my shit is five ninety five and my credit and, and I haven't I literally have been delinquent on my I haven't been delinquent on my credit bill payments but I've been paying the bare minimum and still owe them niggas and it's still five ninety five so that means if I pay my shits off next week I'll I'll eventually start going it doesn't even fucking matter like a lot of the rules and systems that are in place are trash but anyway. Um, solid week for me. I'm glad you all are here. We got some topics to get into. We're 38 minutes in. This is definitely one of the shortest but longest since you joined. Longest check-ins since you joined the crew full-time. No, no, I don't apologize. It's all good because our check-ins used to be like an hour. Oh, wow, really? This is like... 39 check-ins minutes is like... determine the title of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's God how damn. you know... Check it. And we used to leave about four fucking t- uh, items on the agenda on the, off on the, on the until oh, wow. the following week. So oh, wow. anyway, but yeah, that's my second. Um, first official topic of the week though is the Meghan Markle Harry uh, Prince Harry Oprah interview that happened on Sunday simultaneously during All Star Weekend. Matter of fact, let's do All Star Weekend first. All Star, uh, let's go three point contest. Were you satisfied with the results? Yes, I was because Steph Curry is that motherfucking nigga, and the fact that he already won the shit beforehand. Twenty fifteen. Honestly, he was the only person that I thought was gonna win the whole shit. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I didn't really think anybody else was gonna step up to the plate. And the fact that he dedicated his trophy or the win to uh, Clay Thompson, I mean, it shows sportsmanship. It shows that hey, that's his I best friend, though. Yeah, that's his best friend. That's, that's like me winning the the first first prize in a comedy competition nah, and dedicating it to you, niggas. Nah, fact. Like, but like even it's then, expected. It's expected, but I didn't expect him to verbally acknowledge that. To be honest with you, and for him to win it. 
Bruh, fucking Steph Curry, man. Like, yeah. what it is, bro. Yeah, he wasn't going to beat so I'm not, Mike Conley was not going to beat him. Nah, like, nah, no, whatsoever. <laughs> let's get that out so of the way. So I'm not mad about it. I was actually satisfied about it. The skills challenge. Nikola Vucevic? I was shocked. You were shocked? I was Because shocked. on God, and maybe it's just because of something like what he's been doing for the past two seasons or three seasons, excuse me, I honestly thought CP3 was going to get it at least one time. No. His whole career, every time he did this uh, he skills lost. challenge, he lost. He, he didn't even make it to the final. Well, he, he made it to the final round one time out of four. If record, and please don't quote me. I think rather over four, or over five. I think he has yet to. Win he's over four, and it's wild. I honestly thought he was gonna win it. I mean, he's not getting younger, nigga. He's getting older. I understand it, but at least you know what I mean. Like it's one of those things where like, I get some type of accolade. And yeah. he's slow. Like Vucevic is actually kind of fast. Bruh. So he won the skills challenge over Demontis the, Sabonis. I didn't even know who the fuck Vucevic was until I saw Vucevic. Exactly. Vucevic. Vucevic. Nikola Vucevic. I don't care. I don't know this nigga. The reason why I'm going to keep correcting you is because there's a guy who's in the MVP race right now, and his first name is also Nikola because they're from the same country. That's that. Nikola Jokic. Jokic is different. Nikola Vucevic. Jokic. I know how to pronounce it. Vucevic. Vucevic. What was the word he couldn't say at game night last week? Oh, uh, uh, billionaire, uh, billionaire. Philanthropist. Philanthropist. <laughs> I still can't pronounce it. I still can't pronounce it. Philanthropist. I don't give a fuck. Say it again. Can you say it one more time? So Philanthropist. 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 Am I saying it right? Y'all no. no. some niggas, yo. What fucking crabs in a barrel ass motherfuckers there? Shit. I thought you were trying to see Jimmy. Not the crabs in the barrel. We're not trying to take you down, but the way you argued that, that's going to be cemented in history. No, no, I'm not. You know what's crazy? I don't think I said that word outside. Bro, no, no bullshit. Yo, say philanthropist, nigga. No, I don't think I said that word. No, say it. Say philanthropist. 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 Say it one more time. Philanthropist, nigga. Philanthropist, nigga. Philanthropist. Yeah, no, why are you saying it like that? I mean, he's basically that. I got this friend that says Walgreens. He goes, Walgreens. Walgreens. It was was bad, bro. (laughs) For real, for real. What I mean, like the host, like the person that, the residency, that owns the residency, she literally was in tears crying. Of me saying like, nigga, that shit was legendary, bro. I, bro. Like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, I, I oh my god, I've man. never heard this word before. So many I heard it, it, but it's just, I know I don't I'm pronounce jo- it. I'm joking. Keep, nah, we're gonna get this right. Fuck all bullshit before we move on. Okay. Can you say it one more time, Queen. Phil. Phil. Lamp. Lamp. Throw. Throw. P. P. For empathy. For empathy. No, nigga, where you getting the other no, piece from? Bro, no, I'm mimicking what she's saying. He is not a student at your school. Nah, I'm going what she's going with. Nigga, nigga, this episode will be fucking classic. Just because he's I already had it elite a simping because of the first topic. No, fuck this shit. I ain't going to say this shit. Move on to the next topic. Let me make sure I got it. Philanthropy. Yes. yes. Uh, now, philanthropist. 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 Not Philanthropist. Yes. Philanthropist. Philanthropist. What? <laughs> yo, see why I fucking hit this shit? Fuck that niggas, yo. Nigga, why you keep saying but? It's philanthro, not philanthro. Philanthropist. Yes. Now say it again. No. Why you keep going to Paul? Philanthro. No. Philanthropist. Now, philanthropist. 
Philanthropist. Yes. No, because she tied up. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yo, you said it twice. You, know, you gotta ask him again in ten minutes. One more time. One more. Philanthropist. Philanthropist. Yes, philanthropist. Philanthropist. Yes, not philanthropist. Philanthropist. Why? I said pun. Did you take Spanish in high school? Yeah, I did. I fucking. I barely passed. I barely passed. It sounds like you were trying so hard for them words, right? Bro. Listen. Nigga, this is going to be philanthropist. The <laughs> but anyway, in 10 minutes, I'm going to ask you again. Philanthropist. That's just wild. But anyway, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, they sat down with Oprah. They did an all, all, um, all detailed, exclusive interview about their experience in the royal family over the last you know three plus years that they've been dating, engaged, and married, and had a child. Uh, what's his what's the child's name? Archie. 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 Yeah. Bang bang. So we were like, if you weren't able to watch the fucking interview live, you're not gonna be able to watch it for at least another month because Oprah sold the rights to somebody for like mm-hmm. seven million. So that's gonna be exclusive content on whatever network it's gonna actually come out on. Uh, and I think it's I think it's Paramount. They said they're not getting paid. But who's not getting paid? No, the royals are not getting paid. Oprah's getting paid, but like she wants. What you mean, Megan and? Megan and uh, Harry, yeah, are they getting it? They already got a bag. They got got a check, but it's in order to say you would have to have watched it the day it aired. If you didn't watch it when it aired, then you're fucked. Was that great? Wow, because Oprah sold the rights to the interview. Like she recorded it on her network, but her network is owned by Paramount. Why would she sell it if it already aired? Because she got seven million. Yeah. She got bread for it, bro. She sold it she for seven million. She literally got bread. Someone gives me a she fucking sold check. Sold that shit. It was a three-hour and forty-six minute, three-hour and forty-six minute interview that they edited and cut down to two hours. Because I seen some of the clips on the internet, but uh, you can't see the whole thing because, nah. like I said, she sold the concept for seven million. Yo, that fast. Fucking well, fast. fuck over. But mm-hmm. that's not that's not the topic of discussion. So mm-hmm. they brought up a whole bunch of different things. One being Meghan Markle's um, lack of support with her mental health and her struggles with the media always fucking dragging her name through the mud and calling and like just doing what they did to Obama the first term, like mm-hmm. questioning her blackness, questioning everything she fucking put on, how she sat, how she walked, how she talked, how she ate, how mm-hmm. she peed, how she went to a building, all that shit. Then there's the uh the the questioning and the concern over Archie the the their sons yeah. <laughs> uh, his melanin how dark is he gonna be I don't know he looked kind of laughing no he looked kind of dark he looked kind of dark and I think Prince Harry uh Prince Harry had a moment in the interview where he's just like man some of the comments were so insidious and vicious in the family I'm not even pissed. gonna tell you I'm not even pissed. gonna tell you who said what no nah, he was pissed which lets me know that his brother Prince William was the nigga who was probably saying some wild think, shit nah, I know the queen for sure I don't think it was his brother that Prince was Prince William was 100% nah, one I don't of think the his bro- I don't think his brother was going over you see that hairline I peep worse than LeBron's stop it I don't think it was him. I think it was the queen. I think the queen, it was because of her time frame. 100% the queen. 100%. But you feel like her brother added more like insult to injury? The queen, her brother, Prince William. Harry's brother. Older brother. 100%. 100%. Because why else wouldn't he say if it was somebody in the family that's also like a titled person? Yeah, but but like, think, we don't, we don't know anybody outside of Prince nah. William, Prince Harry, the queen, and Prince Charles. We don't know nobody. But I honestly think it was just the mother, and that's, he's just trying to protect his mom. Personally, if you ask me. Who? His mom. Prince Who's who? mom. The queen. 
No, I, no, no, that's not his mom. That's his grandmother. His grandmother, excuse me, I'm sorry. Prince Diana was their mom. Yeah, that's I'm saying, my apologies. My, yeah, Prince Diana was their mom. Rest in peace. And she was also murdered for dating a Muslim guy after after leaving. Bro, I think it's honestly based on the queen. I think I don't think his brother is going to be on some shit where it's like. If she's the if she's the matriarch of the royal family, not just the regular rich, like but that's Italian not regulate. That's not gonna regulate your thought. Like your your. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Your siblings' thought process. Thompson, stop it. Really, your siblings. Are you being serious right now? I'm are you ass. fucking with me? No, are you I'm fucking ass. with me? You're telling me that the queen of the UK. Yes. All of her offspring. Yes. Her children, her fucking grandchildren, her great grandchildren, everyone that's alive under her. This bitch is in her eight, late eighties, early nineties. She's been the queen for over two decades. Mm. You're telling me with all the power that they have, she controls all. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no go, go ahead. ahead. You flying up? What's go. up? You're telling me with all the fucking power that this bitch has. Yep. At a snap of a finger, she could say, "All right, give her, put her in therapy. She needs it." She, with all that power, she could snap her fingers and say, get Megan some therapy. She said no. She said no. She said no. You can't have no, You what the fuck you need? What you like? She refused to give her great-great-grandson a royal title because he's black. Wow. She refused. She refused to, to give her new great-great-granddaughter-in-law or great-great-granddaughter and great-granddaughter-in-law or granddaughter-in-law <laughs> whatever the fuck it is I don't even hey, yo that bitch I swear the queen has been the queen for like a hundred years nigga I don't know I'm so <laughs> but she refused to allow HR for the royal family at Buckingham Palace to give her any access to medical care specifically mental health care she's going through all this shit the British media every day like I said what she eats, what she wears, how she talks, the way she walks, how she holds Harry's hand, all that shit. They're talking about her, nigga. They're talking about her like a dog because she's a fair-skinned, yellow, half-white, half-black dog in their eyes. Everything she did was come came under scrutiny. I don't think that it makes any sense. I mean, you don't think it makes any what? Wait, wait, wait. Nigga? No, no. I'm thinking about it because I'm thinking about her age bracket when she was growing Bro, up. She's in her thirties. No, I'm talking about the queen. Because the queen grew up during... It doesn't time. matter. It doesn't matter. There's mad There's mad uh, Africans in the UK that nah. were born there, nigga. Africans, born you, Africans and West Indians. Citizens of Great Britain and the UK. That yeah. doesn't matter, dog. I don't give a fuck how old you are, nigga. Like, that's not an excuse. What happened to Donald Sterling when, he, when it came out that his mistress was half his age? This nigga's in his 80s. His mistress was 39. Ugly as fuck. Fake-ass Kim Kardashian <laughs> wannabe looking bitch. But what happened when she leaked them text messages and them voice notes? Got fired. Lost his team. Yeah, the NBA took his team. I didn't even know they could do that. They said, nah, nigga, you have one month to sell the team. You're not part of this league no more. You're backwards. Mm. So with the queen, there's no higher up. What are we going to do? Take her out of NATO or whatever? Like, they already did Brexit. There's nobody to fucking police her, hold her accountable. Mm-hmm. She can snap her fingers, and whatever she says, before or after, that's what has to happen. Mm. So, go ahead, Bree. No, no, no. I was just gonna say. So, like, it's it's crazy how powerful the queen is, bro. It's a monarchy. It's a monarchy. Yeah. No, no. I I get that. No, no. I know you get that. I'm like for the for for him. No, I know. I know the monarchy. Like it's different. I it's just... different than living here because the way that Trump was trying to act with the monarchy. That's how he was trying to run the country. Yeah. We ain't that, nigga. There's checks and balances over here. Mm. Shit gotta pass through the house. Shit got to pass through the Senate. 
It's called Congress. You can't just make decisions. You can make military decisions, but as a... Some would argue that Parliament is um, Great Britain's Congress. Some would, 100%. But at the end of the day, she can veto everything. If she says tomorrow, everybody at 6 p.m. has to eat dinner and they have to drink red wine with their dinner, and I'm going to make sure all the police officers that are on fucking duty are going to be out going house to house to make sure that y'all have your red wine and your Indian dinner at 6 o'clock. She can do that. 45 could never. That's why he was tripping. Any t- anytime somebody told him no, he threw a tantrum. Why? Well, so, somebody somebody would have to tell him that we're not a monarchy, number one. Yeah, we're a democratic republic. Well, democratic republics are still not that different from a monarchy. We just choose the person who has all that power. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm born into it, which is crazy. Uh, the... Nothing about the interview was surprising. First and foremost, I mean, nothing about it was. If you're black and this interview surprised you, that's Snoop Dogg shit. You yeah. liked it? I, I, don't, I don't remember. I had it like in uh, summertime, but uh, you can have it again. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I was. Too, I it's not too crazy. It wasn't too crazy. I wasn't too crazy. I'm on Demon Town. I'm sorry. So I'm a bad influence. I wasn't that crazy. No, I'm a bad influence. I like, tried it. I, it's warm it outside. It probably wasn't that good. It's about to be his spring. Sometimes right around the corner. You know, it's stop season. You know what I mean? You want to do it. If I usually get a wine, I usually get a sangria thing anyway, too. Ooh. Because that's what the thoughts drink. Hmm? <laughs> that's a what? Um, <laughs> what you say? That's a what? He has a what? That's what the thoughts drink. God damn it. Nah, uh, to, to, yeah. to, to continue with the topic at hand. Were you surprised I, that Meghan Markle said what she said about um, the, I mean, the royal family being concerned about Archie's skin color, I'll, I'll her say, being the if, victim if, of... If I were to give it a percentage, I'll say 20%. Because I honestly, 20% surprised? Yes. 2017, 20% okay. surprised. She felt like she fucked up. She no, said, yes, she yeah, fucked up. Yeah, but at the same token, it's like, yo, it's 2021, bro. Like, interracial dating is a thing. Like... We're having blend babies left and right where it's like, oh, what's your nationality? Oh, I got a lot. I'm Native American. I'm black. I'm this. I'm that. Everybody I'm knew. that. All yeah. the extra shit. So she's, it's not, like, she's not wrong for what she said, but when we were trying to get like another question out of her, she was kind of But it's like, this is your grandchild's this is your this is your grandchild's kid with his wife that is a black woman. And I give shout out to Prince. Shout out to the Prince because of some fact that there was a comp, uh, 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 I'm sorry, I may mispronounce it because I'm let completion. A comp- complication, completion. What? It was a, it was a, it was a video. It was a video montage. Compilation. Thank you, thank you. Shit, I told you I was lit, so I got an excuse. I got an excuse. You're good, nigga. No, 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 because niggas want to hold me accountable because I'm lit. Mm-hmm. All right. Yo, you get, <laughs> you get so aggressive. I don't care, guys. Just you. nigga finish. But anywho, but they were showing that like he really appreciates his queen. Like it, like this is his showing. Oh, he loves Megan. Like yo, every time her hair's like tucked and she has a ponytail, she fixes this shit all the time. Make mm-hmm. sure she's good, all the extra shit. But like I honestly thought we moved f- forward from that time frame, especially what's going on in this world. That's only what you see on cameras too. By nah, the way. Why, like I said, I'm not capping. Why would you think we move forward from? Rachel? I honestly, I honestly thought the queen moved forward from that because and you're basing it off of the picture I, I, that you I, saw. Hey, yeah, look. Let wishful, me, wishful thinking. I'm gotcha. not, let, well, like, let me, call me let, naive. Let me, let me ask you a question. What's up? What's Only up, because man? you're contradicting yourself. At the beginning of my little spiel on this whole thing, when yes, I was sir. introducing the topic, you said, yo, it's because of her age. That's why she's doing that. That's why she's saying that. And now you're saying, and now you're saying, yo, I'll drop, big I, gave it a be- I gave it a benefit of the doubt. I did. 
Which one was it? I That's give her, I give her the benefit of doubt, but I try to I try to be devil's advocate, and I said, like, yo, maybe because of her age. That's why she didn't change this shit. I honestly gave her the benefit of the doubt. I was like, yo, look, maybe like she's going to retract her statement or she's going to pull out a public statement. Who, the queen? Yeah, the queen. She's not going to say I, a word. I, I, like I said, I gave her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, she's not going to say a word. Very but she don't say anything but so, at the same token... No, they already released a statement and they yeah, said we're not in the slightest way racist. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the no. royal family is white except for Megan and Archie. That, that's it. That's it. There's like 150 of them motherfuckers. Yo, and you know, you absolutely got to think that they're fucking racist. Like, they're thinking about their, their whole dynasty. You know what I mean? Like, they're thinking about... They ain't been not a one. She's the first yeah, one. Black. They're thinking about... Well, I mean, there's been other duchesses, like, sprinkled into the it'll timeline. Be, it'll be yeah, but not, mel- not melanated. Not melanated. None of them were melanated because yeah, they're all this is fucking white guys. She's, but she's the most melanated person in that family. In contemporary times. Yeah, this is... In but, contemporary yeah, times, This is yes. probably the Prince. most disgusting within the house because this is their whole, you know... Yo, Prince thing. William's hairline is really trash. Stop it. That nigga looked like... <laughs> whoa. Nah, it's just he looked like LeBron before he went bald to grow his shit back just to get the he hairline. You worried about his hair, nigga? What? She's rich. He's don't have to, bro. He's not worried about that shit. He's not worried about his hairline because he got a wife. Facts. Yeah, you know she can't fucking go nowhere. And, and, and even if she did, what you, and even if she did, what so that, let's talk about that part, Bree. You brought up a great point. Fit it, say that again. No, Prince William is not worried about his hairline because he got a wife and he knows that she can't go nowhere. Right. Yes. Expound upon that. Um, he's getting comfortable. He doesn't have to. You know how much he would brush his hair to the side and to the front to make it look like this hair where it wasn't. Like options. Holding on to uh, female got options. I'm but if you. if he has a wife, he doesn't have to do the superficial quote unquote things that you do when you're dating. Because when you're dating, what you're doing is you are. Oh, dang, I forgot that word. What did, you're what, peacocking. What did the yeah. say? when the, you're when you're dating, you're peacocking. What did Migo mm. say? Cap. <laughs> That's cap. That's cap. I can legit. I the reason why I say it's cap is because of some fact that it's like, yo, I can be completely bald and she'll stick with him because of that he's royalty, even though he. No, no, I, I get what she, she's trying to say. If, but if she wasn't in the picture at all and he was back on the dating scene or something like that, yeah. But hold on. But hold even on. then, he's royalty. I mean, even if he goes back on the dating scene, it's kind of like at that point. I am royalty. I, my bloodline will take care of your life. All right. Here's what I'm saying. Go ahead, McQueen. If you are royalty and you are unmarried, you are second class. Mm. How so? If you become the heir of the throne and you are unmarried heir of the throne, which is a possibility for these motherfuckers in their lifetime, Mm. you are looked down upon if you're in a monarchy. You got to hold a certain image of royalty. But I'm still still royalty, rather if I'm the heir of the throne or not. Like, if, say, for example, no, no, because technically the heir of the throne is a senior... Of the, the children. Did so you say, watch Coming to America? Yes. Okay. And he say, for example, Corey has the heir to the throne because he's older than me. He has the heir to the throne. I'm still royalty regardless. Rather, he's heir to the throne because he's the firstborn. Thompson, no, there is, it can't be, it Thompson can't. it's not just that. All There's right. so much to the image. Go ahead. So, the prince and the duchess. Yep. Versus the prince. How long do people want to say the prince before they can say the prince and the duchess of? Insert. It doesn't matter what the people. Might as well. My pockets is that. I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't I'm, care. I'm telling you right now. Yep. 
It looks a certain way if you're a royal and you're not married. Okay. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. Um, in term, that's that's my point. Like he would have he would have been bald. He wouldn't have been bald, but he can happily bald. And plus, like I feel like when you find somebody who really loves you for you, mm-hmm. you start to think. Not that I don't have to take care of myself, but I can be my true self. Okay. Like I said, when you're dating your peacock, right? You're trying to be everything that you think <laughs> the person you want want you to be. Yeah, the peacock. In many cases, it's so uh, misguided. But anyway, um, you're trying to be everything that the other person wants you to be. Mm-hmm. So you start pretending. Relationships come to an end when motherfuckers get sick of pretending and realize that they don't like the real real versions of themselves. Mm. Of each other, excuse me. Mm. But anyway, um, I am not shocked by what she said. I'm more shocked that she said it. Probably. I'm not. <clears throat> she ain't got no protection. She's They're staying at Tyler Perry's house. Well, here, here's why I'm shocked. <laughs> here's why I'm shocked. I'm shocked that they allowed her to say it. Who's they? The firm. This nigga. I don't think they knew that she was going to say it. Well, you say that like that. The firm. I know who you're talking about. Right? I, I don't you. think no one knew that she was going to say it. She just, Oprah has a way of talking to people and making them like disclose no, no, no. You, Oprah doesn't sit down with anybody at a mysterious house that they don't want to disclose to ask them about a fucking, the, the oldest reigning monarch on this fucking planet mm-hmm. and not planet. Hmm. Everything about it was strategic because Meghan and Harry are about to come up. There's going to be a lot of attempts on their life because Harry's mom didn't die in an accident. As soon as she left Prince Charles, as soon as she left Prince Charles the day uh, Al-Fahed Hadid, the son of Muhammad Fahed, Fayed, whatever the fuck, billionaire oil baron and the fucking, what's his name? Dodi Al-Fayed? Like, her boyfriend that she started dating after she divorced Prince Charles, the divorce was final. She started dating this dude. They were driving down the tunnel. Something happened with the car. Allegedly, the driver was drunk. Car crashed. And they were running from paparazzi. They were running from paparazzi. They died. Driver survived, nigga. Oh, my God. Um, so like, come on, bro. The, the other part of it is, like, if we not, better not ever go to war soon, anytime soon. Because the U.S. If not to be adamantly against the U.S., the U.K. is definitely gonna fund our adversaries. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. The way that we, the way that we're killing them right now. Listen, that Black Lives Matter shit. When it got to the U.K., <laughs> it was just as violent over there during the protest than it was over here in California nice. or New York or Philly or Maryland or wherever or D.C. Atlanta. Anyway, like that was black because them niggas don't like that shit, bro. The, the United proof States, is in the pudding. The proof is in the fucking pudding. The United States is UK's more successful son. Mm. We are the we are the pride and joy of the UK. Roger Williams came here from the UK. They, nah, they were a world power, and one of their territories became a world power. The mm. number one world power, because no one wants to go over there. All Regardless of the respect. value of their currency. Yeah. Their currency is more than us because all we do is borrow and help and lend and (laughs) such giving motherfuckers. Keep emphasizing the key. Except for to the people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's what it is. I feel like this. You know what? Nope. Uh, (laughs) 
listen, just keep keep Megan and Harry and Archie in your prayers. Yeah, essentially, like real prayers. What my point was, I'm I'm surprised that they um were allowed to say it because I think if Diana had the chance, she would not say it. Oh, and they made sure she was she probably on the way they, to go say. They it. made sure that she didn't have a chance to say it. The difference between Diana and Megan is that Harry fucking loves Megan. They can't get rid of Megan without getting rid of Harry because they attached at the fucking head. Right. Harry said, "You will not murder my bitch." Right. No, they wouldn't. I don't even think they would go that far. I think no. I don't think they would even. Nigga, are you crazy? They would never go that. Are far. you crazy? You know how Murder, Diana, bro? bro. You know how Diana died. Harry was in the family. How, how, hold on, yeah, let me let me fucked fuck. up. Yeah, he's, bro, he's not, fucked up. Yo. Hold up, let me <laughs> let me look up how how old Harry is because you got you got you got the royal family fucked up. How old is Prince Harry? Thirty six years old. That nigga's thirty six. He been in the royal family thirty six years of his life, right? For thirty three of them years, he had every benefit that comes with being a prince in the UK in the in the, in the royal family. As soon as he started dating Megan, all of those privileges went away. As soon as they said, I do, all the privileges that he had went away. And all the privileges that he did have that could go to her were non-existent. They said, we're not giving you medical care. We're not going to allow you to uh, have security wherever the fuck you go, even though now you're a public figure in our family. Wherever you go now, you're supposed to have Secret Service or the UK's equivalent to that because you're part of the royal family. We're taking that away from Harry, and you're definitely not going to get it if you're by yourself. So whenever you guys go on in public, you got to figure it out. Harry got to go into his personal expenditure account, pay for that shit itself. We're not giving you none of that. As soon as he started dating her, nigga, then they married, and they were like, yeah, well... Ain't nothing gonna change. You're still the prince. We're not gonna give her a title. Like she's a duchess by by law, but we're not gonna say she's the duchess. We're not gonna call her that. She's just Megan. Then she gets knocked up, gives birth to Archie. We're not gonna give this little nigga a title. Why? Cause your wife is black. She got a little bit of coon in her. Little bit of little bit of ape. Little bit of monkey. We're not gonna do it. Then her father, the nigga who gave birth to her. If it's not for his seed, she doesn't even exist. What does he do as soon as they start dating and he finds out that they get engaged? He goes to the fucking press. He sells all of her fucking personal stories for hundreds of thousands of dollars and then tries to act like, why wasn't I invited to the wedding when he has an actual heart attack? No, nigga, that's your karma. You sold your daughter down the river to the British media and the Lord said, you know what? Fuck you, nigga. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you wish that you was dead and gave you a bad heart. And put that nigga in the hospital. And he was like, when they got married, I was in the hospital. I ain't getting any shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Then she had a stepsister who had a completely different name because she was married to another nigga. Changed her name. Goes and changes her name back to Markle just so she can write a tell-all book without even knowing Megan more than fucking seven weeks when they were teenagers. And write a tell-all book without knowing anything about Megan. From teenager to adulthood, don't know shit about the girl. Only thing she know is that they're in-laws. Her dad's first fucking kid. Changes her name just so the tablet, oh, your name is Marco. Can you tell us what you know about Megan? That's what this That's what this young lady has had to deal with, bro. She got her family that ain't even loyal to her. Selling secrets for, for 200K, 300K. Bitch, mother, this bitch changed her last name, nigga. 
Go ahead, lie. cool. I feel like you was gonna say young bitch, but you said young lady real quick. I was gonna say bitch, but because I was on one, but I didn't because I love Megan and I want Megan to I want Megan to yeah. be safe. I want her to feel safe. Oh, I want her to be. I want her to live in tranquility. But this motherfucking bitch changed her name to Marco just so she can be approached by the tabloid so she can sell a book, bro. Can you imagine, nigga? One of your exes. I dated him once. My last name is Kennedy. We got engaged. No, no, we didn't. I never gave you a ring, stupid bitch. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. You don't remember? And then they pull out a ring that really looks like a real engagement ring because they paid for it because they know they're about to get the money back from fucking Projo or whoever. Shit's crazy, dog. Unimaginable, unimaginable disloyalty. Human beings are disgusting. I am so fucking glad that they're out of that shit, bro. You're such an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's retarded. But um, go ahead. Um, so we're not called pre game never... podcast for a reason. No, no, we we drinking. Like I mean, like shit, like you're supposed, to, you're supposed to, you're supposed to hear the drinking. It's called a pre game podcast for a reason. And they can hear it through your explanations and shit. First of all, it's not the pre game podcast when it comes from I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm the drunk pre game podcast. No, you're the. <laughs> I come here to get drunk. And you're supposed to go out for drinks later? Yes. Nigga, eat. Don't I'm gonna eat. No get some baklava. Don't no more. You don't know my body. I, uh, I mean? I, when you go out with your little date, make sure you get some uh, hummus and, and chickpeas, nigga. Hummus, hummus and chickpeas, that's hummus it? Chickpeas. I know. Shut up. Thank you. All right, back. See? Two claps. Two claps. Nah, two claps. They always try to get me. You did nothing. It don't matter. <laughs> but she said the same <laughs> shit. Hummus and pita bread is what I meant to say. Yeah, I know but you mentioned Anyway, that. prayers up. Real prayers. Yeah, I'm, I, not, I'm not surprised at the winter's behavior. Yeah. 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 Like, listen, it feels like Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, real shit. But I'm sending positive energy and light to Megan, to Archie and Prince Harry. I wish y'all the best. Tyler Perry, why they at your house? Hook them up. Put them in a movie. Blah, blah, blah. Get them a bag. Something. Like, help them advance themselves, goddammit. They're safer in the U.S. than they would be in any territory of the motherfucking U.K., um, especially with black folk. Hopefully. I don't know. Um, we're moving on. Biggie documentary. Gather around. I got a story to tell hey, on Netflix. Hey. Cool. Up, I I, nigga, shut up. I, I, I just felt like saying gather. I hate you. Why don't you kick us off? Nah, no you cap. wanted us to watch it. We watched it. Was, it. it was a phenomenal. Why? You said no cap. No cap. You know what I mean? But, uh, Except you know what I mean? one in your head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No cap. Why did you want us to watch this documentary? No, nah, honestly. And I learned nothing. What do you mean? It's not about learning nothing. It was just Documentaries never... are for you to learn something. I learned nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did learn a little bit, but uh, well, I, I see where you stand. You don't have to feed into his shit. I'm not. I'm not feeding into his shit. So derailed, nah, because he, he gives me fucking. You, you, you give him what he wants. Every son of a bitch, I fucking hate him. <laughs> you fucking you, hate you him. give him what he wants every single time. He just sets it up. That pisses me you off. You walk into the same trap every single time. That pisses me off. That's why he knows why he triggers me. He fucking says some shit that triggers. That's all. Twiddling in his fingers right now. No, nah, I'm twiddling my fingers because I'm. I need to fidget my hands. That's all. That's Can all. you fucking finish? I am finishing. I'm so intro the documentary. So this time around, it's not your average documentary because it's never, be, okay. never before seen footage. Plus, I feel like they went a little bit more detail because it's something that he has moms, his aunts, like immediate family, mom and grandma. I mean, he has his immediate family in there, and the fact that they was a little bit more thorough. 
as far as like his upbringing as a rap artist, his upbringing as a as a person, mm-hmm. and even the aftermath. Personally, granted the previous film, Notorious, it kind of like touch up on it because he has somebody playing his name doing a biopic. Shout out to Jamal Willett. Name but I feel like this one. It was more personable, and I feel like I resonated with it a lot more because I never saw the behind the scenes. I never saw like I when he went to Cali, like yo, I was chilling, I'm vibing, I'm. I really want to try to break this whole trend. His response on the radio station. Granted, those that was alive, probably heard his radio station interview. Was like, hey, look, I have no problem with Tupac, blah 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 blah, or that stuff. But to see the actual footage of him saying that, it resonates with me more, and. I'm a Biggie fan. I ain't gonna cap you. So, rather if you want to shoot me in my face or shoot me in my foot, say, oh, you're putting this this documentary at an all-time high level. Yes, I'm gonna put it at an all-time high level because I'm a Biggie fan. But I really felt like they did they did a wonderful job. As far as like a, the story. It's like a reenactment? No, no, no it's, it's an actual documentary. It's an actual documentary. It's a documentary that Diddy was working on 2019 into 2020 and... Lil' Kim was mad and said, I, I'm not going to be in it because blah, blah, blah. Like, she was mad about how she was depicted in the actual entertainment film that came out. <laughs> years she was ago. a hoe. But it's just like, she was. And it's fine that you, you were, you're not anymore. Now you're a fucking weird cheetah-looking bitch. But, yeah. So it's an actual documentary with all of his, uh, with all of his childhood friends. Niggas who knew him since he was like six years old. Niggas who knew him on the block. Niggas who went to Jamaica school with him. Jamaica. Uh, niggas who were in Junior Mafia. His mom, his grandmother that still live in Jamaica. His old uh, manager. Diddy's in that motherfucker. Faith Evans in that motherfucker. There's actual footage of him talking like in like 94, 95 when he was still alive about everything that was on the Ready to Die album. It's really it was done really really well. Thank I gotta give Diddy that uh, that credit because he made sure that it was it was thorough, it was packed with a lot of information, and I did learn something. I was just trolling before I wanted to hurt. Cool. And I'm sorry for trying to hurt Fuck you. Fuck you, yo. But it was it was really good. It was done really well. It was done really well. What I appreciated the most, though, is the attention to detail from that documentary that transitioned and that was, like, present in the film Notorious that came out. Because that scene when that nigga goes into his room and he's like, yo, ma, like, the crack is when she throws it up. Why you got the hot mashed potatoes in your room? Like, da, da, da. Like, that's real. Like, that really happened. She really threw out. She really threw out crack. Like, she really thought it was hot mashed And she, she talks about it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, when you listen to the Ready to Die album, you can listen to that shit ten times and forget that this nigga's telling you, like, my mom got breast cancer. Why wouldn't I be stressed? Like, he right. says that. He says that in his raps. Several times. It, it, and I, that move, that doc, I'm listening to Ready to Die. When I leave here, I'm going to go, it, we're going to 77. What? And I'm listening to Ready one, to one Die. One thing I loved about the documentary is the fact that they broke down his, how he raps. Like, he literally takes from, like, the New York, like, old school rap and even the Jamaican. He like, created his own shit. He, uh, like, oh. he takes the, like, Jamaican rhythm with him. Like, it was, he, his mom explains in the documentary, it's like, yo, I sent my son to Jamaica to be, visit his grandmother. And well, every time he was out there. He, he would like, be yo. with his uncle, her and brother. Was, uncle, like, yo, I want to listen to this music. And he will take bits and pieces from that and bring it back to New York. So that's why he's like a, like, I, I always say that Biggie's always a storyteller. 
and it's all his raps, no matter what it was. Rather everything, than every song, every he was, song. He was bro. a very a detailed storyteller, and even his rhythmic uh, rap. Now, because it has a certain bop to it. If you take the instrumental way, how he raps his lyrics, it has a certain bop to it, and it's very rhythmic because it's based off his Jamaican roots. Now, I mean, the fact that his mom has sold the Jamaican accent thoroughly. Now, I mean, she's very thorough with his Jamaican accent. And one thing I loved about the film was that the fact that, um, shit, 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 I knew I was going to draw a link. Uh, one thing I loved about the film was the simple fact that I think, I'll say more so sentimental for me, was the fact that his mom publicly said, like, yo, I didn't cry at his funeral. We yeah. to go bury him. She couldn't. Cry. And she didn't stop crying until Man, literally. Didn't want to see this shit. Mm-hmm. But bro, like she didn't stop crying until she went down his block and everybody's rapping his lyrics. Like that's that was what in the she movie. Yeah, that's that what was in the movie. and like in the, in the movie, but the fact that you hear from her is more sentimental because it was like, real. Bro, it was like real. they captured a lot of shit in the notorious film that the documentary just affirmed. Mm-hmm. And like he was the first rapper to rhyme every word at the beginning and at the end of a bar. You know what I'm saying? I love it when, like, in his diet, his tone, his reflection. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air if you's a true player. Like, before Rakim, he would rap. And, like, some of that shit would rhyme. But, like, his flow was what you paid attention to. You didn't, pay, you didn't pay attention to the inflection in the words that he said. He would start off and say, yeah, I'm on the block. Shit's getting kind of hot. Blah, blah, blah. Like, Biggie was the first nigga to do that. Mm. The first. And he excelled at it. And then he used the Jamaican the Jamaican inspiration and the inflection that he got from his uncle being a reggae, like a reggae artist back then. Because he was like, they would freestyle, but they would do a Jamaican style. Mad Caribbean. You know, all that bullshit. They would like just get on the mic and freestyle. And they would do that shit in Jamaica in front of a bunch of niggas, a bunch of girls would be there, whatever. That must have been when he did that one, uh, one more chance song, because he has. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it in his lyrics. Yeah, Bro, if you listen just some of the lyrics, not the actual and, music. And like he just, he just man, first things can, first. I pop up with all the honeys, dummies, Playboy bunnies. Those wanting money, they don't. The ones I like, cause they don't get. Anything. They them, but penetration. But see how your body swaying as you're saying it. You but, gotta do this. But see how you did, but Pac never did that. Can I tell you something? Uh, Go ahead. Tell I, me. I wouldn't say Pac never did that. Pac, Pac did it, but he Pac, did. Stop it, no, stop no, it, stop no. it. Stop every, it. Good, every good artist is amazing at it, and they do mm. it in their own way to such a way that they they draw people's attention. And that's why I love poetry, because it does the same thing. When you can find a melody that you like, rock, 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 and then you get a beat that fits nice. Like, no, real songwriters, right, if they can write a beat, they already have the song in their head that matches this beat. There you go. Two claps. My nigga, my, my nigga Bree about to get in her so bag. Go ahead. It's like, I could never write a song and find a beat that matches. I always mm. have to find a beat I feel and then write a song to it. The other mm. way will never work. Mm. And that's how they did it? I feel like that's how they did it. Because uh-huh. anytime you listen to the... To the um, to the documentary, what you hear them say is like, I came with this beat. Anytime you listen to a music documentary, you hear somebody say, I came with this beat. You think about Cisco and the Thong song, they came to him with a beat. Mm-hmm. And he wrote to it. He said, this is what this beat makes me feel. So like, mm. like 
what rap music does is takes a good beat and make it a great song. Mm-hmm. What great rap music does, mm-hmm. actually. Great hip-hop. Because it all originates from there. So I'm saying hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And they say hip-hop because of the way that it sounds. Mm-hmm. Think about rappers like, like I said, a hip-hop. A break a down. Hippie, a hippie to yeah, the hip-hop. Hip, hip, you don't stop. stop. It's, to the it's, bang, bang, it's a beat with words. Mm-hmm. And if the words flow nicely together, it sounds amazing on the air. Right. You just have to break it down. Sure. There's an element to it of shit. That's why I love hip hop music. And I resonate with hip hop music because of some fact that like I actually did a group project in high school and I elevated this shit because bro, like there's a science there's a science to this shit. There that's is. why I, that's why I appreciate Big because of some fact that it's like, yo, I took bits and pieces from my home country that I never really experienced, but I went to every summer because they made my mom sent me over there as a kid and I used to hear my uncle singing in the bands, all that shit, and he took bits and pieces from that. So you also got to think, the, the document that we all are familiar with from Notorious, I went to jail, and they mm-hmm. said him sitting there in his, in his jail cell rhyming. He was rhyming for a reason because he took bits and pieces from what he knew in his neighborhood, but also what he knew when he went back to Jamaica. Yes. And put it all together. So and that's why he makes, that's why for me personally, he makes a, a great MC. He does. He makes a great MC. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to tell now, I mean, I'm not going to say rapper, because it is between rapper and MC. I'm He's a, a great MC. I'm going to pull off for that, right? I'm going to tell you that the great thing about geniuses is that they don't know they're geniuses. People around them can tell them how great they are. People around them can tell them how amazing they are. They just see that they're creative. And it's it's there can be no genius without passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think what this documentary did for me is it allowed me to see how much people loved him in the presence that he had. Because when you think about people who are iconic, you always wonder what it was like to be in a room with them. And what this video, what this documentary did was gave us a taste of what it felt like to be in a room with him. Mm-hmm. Even if you watch how he walked into a room, you listen to how he, he, he talked to his friends. You, look, you listen to the approach that he took when he said, Junior Mafia and everything. They didn't even know what the fuck that well, meant. Why you, why you calling they him had, Junior Mafia? They had no that's, idea. That's what I'm calling y'all. No, he said, they said, what is Ju- who's Junior Mafia? He said, y'all. Mm-hmm. He had a plan for what his friends were going to do. Yeah, man. And he was mm-hmm. like, if I'm going up, we all going up. That's a mastermind right there. I'm not taking, it's like, you came up with me, we, we all going up. Yeah, Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. So, damn. I got to see this shit. It's like a one part thing or is it? It's a one part thing. Hour and forty minutes. Here's the thing. I'm analyzing it after the fact. So Mm. when I was watching it, I didn't have all these thoughts. But then I you know, after you watch something, you replay it in your mind. Right, right. Right? And when you replay it, you're like, hmm, I had questions about this, I had questions about that. And you know, the media does whatever they can to mislead us. So it's like, did they really did him and Pop really have beef? How do you feel about Pop's passing? And then you hear them talk about it? Yeah. Talk about how it was one of the two most important deaths in his life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. Him and Oli. His boy Oli was... Or the... Roland. Yeah. But his boy Oli was murdered by his uncle. But like, the thing that got him on was Oli and his ties to his uncle. Because they he, he ran the most diabolical and vicious drug game. In, yeah, like, in Flatbush. You know what I'm saying? Like, their family was from Flatbush. 
His boy Oli fuck with them in with it in best style or whatever. But like, I guess I don't know what they, they they don't they don't say what Oli did. Like he was like Big's nigga. Like he's the nigga who put him well, on. What he did was he would take rides with them he and take the them outside Preston. of. Yeah, I think take, the take them outside of, um, like New York. Mm. Take them on rides to see other areas and other mm-hmm. places, like and understand that there's more to the world than just what you see in New York. But oh, he's yeah. the nigga who rode for him the most. Yes. He was like, "Yo, we gotta yeah, get so you popping." My <laughs> uncle knows this nigga, Oli, yes. uh, Roland, Roland Oli. something. But like, Oli was his uh, his oh, street I name. Like C's or something. No, no, nah. nigga, what C's was a little C's nigga. Was a little nigga. He, was he was a kid. He was a young. He was a kid, bro. He was the last nigga to get inducted. He was a young pretty boy. Put it that way. He was the last nigga to get into the crew bro but his like all his uncle was i forgot that nigga's name but he ended up his uncle ended up killing him like when they told when they talked about when biggie died right they talked about did anyone have any weird feelings or some shit or like yo i honestly the nigga who called his mom and told him that chris was dead that nigga who talked a lot during the whole documentary i don't i'm i'm mad iffy about him i don't know how i don't know if i could trust that nigga because he was in the car when biggie got murdered and I don't know if he got hit. He didn't talk about it. He didn't address it. He's just a nigga who called his mom and called. He called Miss Valletta, told her he's yeah, crying. Chris is dead. Da da da. da. Yep. But like, he's talking. He's the first cat. He's the first person you see in the documentary, mm-hmm. and he's one of the last. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know, because I, the conspiracy theories about how Diddy like wanted this nigga to get taken out so he can because Diddy owns his royalties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biggie's royalties go to one of his kids. I don't know which one. It might go to the twin, the twin girls. I don't, I don't really know. He wasn't born yet. No, Christopher. Nigga. No, Christopher Jr. Every single Christopher Jr. gets the royalty. I think personally, I'm just saying. I'm kill no. It program. better go to his, it better go to his mom. But without, with the exception of Big, because I'm not sure. But nice, nice hits has shown us. He went to this website that only producers and like songwriters know about, and he showed us. All the artists that were ever on Bad Boy, who owns their royalties? And if you go on this website, you see Black Rob, uh, Craig Mack, Christian Combs owns all the fucking rights to all of their music, the rights in the publishing. You go down a little bit and you see, oh shit, Loon, and you see Mary J. Blige. Every project she ever did on Bad Boy, Quincy Combs. You go down the list a little bit, you see the, 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 the oldest girl, you see her name. And then you see fucking uh, Danity Kane and Day 26, blah, blah, blah. None of those artists, with the exception of Biggie, have access to their rights of publishing to their music. All of those artists that have ever came under this nigga, you see fucking, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? The the Polynesian nigga, not Polynesian. Shine? Shine, there you go. I say Polynesian. (laughs) What's he from? Uh, per- Permiscuta? What the know. fuck was the name of the place? <laughs> I don't know. Because a lot, the only because a lot of motherfuckers discredit this. He was and didn't per- realize he was signed to Bad Boy Paraguay. for a minute. Paraguay or per- on, something, something Spanish. Mm. Might be from Honduras. Honduras, there you go. I don't know why I got the people. Let's can do that. Was in but Shine's Shine 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 for ten years for this thing. What is it? Oh, you talking about Shine the Rapper? Yes. Belize. Wait, what, what is it about Shine He's from Belize. He's, his 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 yeah. publishing is in one of Diddy's kids' names. Oh. Yeah, bro. So Shit. none of those artists collect the bread. 
Yeah, he look like he work at Target, nigga. Stop it. Is oh, my serious? God. You ain't shit, yo. No. He, look, he don't look like he, he work at Target. He's old as fuck. No, no, no. He's old as fuck, bro. You got to think he's old as fuck. No, he looks like Does he, he like, not look like he no, works at Target? No, he looks like no, he works at the DMV in Belize, and he'd be like, smile for your picture. Yo, <laughs> nigga, there's no way. You know how that nigga was acting in Bad Boys? <laughs> yes, but he was, but at the same token, he had to do 10 years for fucking Diddy. So he, he did 10 years. He did 10, 10 years, bro. Solid. Look. Teddy well, he was solid. selling mad drugs and he was illegal. Yeah, but Diddy didn't rat him out, honestly. Diddy probably did rat him out because Diddy was a grimy ass nigga. And he got deported on top of that, right? Jesus Christ. Nah, he he got deported, deported after he, he did his time. He got elected, I believe, as a councilman or representative. Good for him. Uh, well, well, um, making girl, making, making 6000 a year. Nigga. He was that nigga. Um, yeah, so shout out, yo, man, shout out to the Biggie Dot. Uh, this exact, thank you. Thank you. That, look, look, this document, go on that hole because you're gonna get pissed. You're gonna get pissed. Yeah, like, yo, what that's the fuck? just crazy. And this documentary makes me distrust Diddy <laughs> even more, even though he's one of our elite. And that just proves and goes to show, like, we don't need to be like gassing these niggas up at all. Facts. Um, but I, I I got a lot more respect about I got a lot more respect for Biggie and, and what he was trying to do because he didn't want to cross over he wanted to be Hove before Hove that's why Hove is doing what he wants to do, what he's ha. doing right what Hove? he's doing right now his net worth then we gotta protect him at all costs he's over after he's over one point five billion yo we, no even after, after that he sold he sold title to Square nigga yo bro you know how many people he sold title to Square for two hundred seventy three million there's like oh, eight God. artists that this week title off rip. That's coming up on a $1.6 million deal off rip because of what he sold. Wow. What I mean, like, we have to protect Hove at all costs. It's kind of crazy. Most people don't understand. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. ahead. Uh, What's crazy is most people don't understand what he did. They think that he's selling out. Nah. Well, with the title deal. I think that was with the whole. He let who who bought the title. Well, Square bought title. Ace of Spades got bought by Moet, uh, Moet Champagne, Moet, Hennessy Moet. Is it Hennessy Moet? Yeah, because Hennessy Moet. Moet, Moet yeah. Hennessy Moet. But also, you have to keep in that. mind this motherfucker got a weed distributor in LA, like Cali. Not even LA, just Cali. So, Moet is supposed to be like the leading distributor in uh, of, champagne? of Champagne. Yeah. They are, not supposed to. They are. They are. Oh. But so in terms of Hennessy, that cognac has been struggling because people don't drink that shit no more. Yeah, and, and, and that's, something with the distribution is fucked up and people have been passing around fakes. So that's going to lessen their... Yeah, um, they've been bootlegging in their, in their market stance. Mm. So they're, they're about to go down. And he's had Duce and Duce has been killing. So they were like, yo, we want to buy Duce, bring that into our shit, and then we want to, you know what I mean? We want to absorb all of it. We're going to give you X amount of... Hunt, like... They haven't released the numbers, Jay-Z. but it's gonna be it's gonna be well over three hundred and fifty million. Yo, how old is Jay Z? He's fifty four. Yeah, 50, 53, 54. He can that's still what, come out with an album tomorrow. That's yeah, why I said protect him at all costs, bro. We have to protect him at all costs. That they are culture versions anyway, so he decided to sell them a piece of a culture we created. Wow. He still owns fifty percent of Duce. Genius, it's fucking genius. He still owns fifty percent of Duce. That's why he's my favorite rapper. He's a fucking genius. Title. He only bought it because he wanted to be black owned. He wanted to. He wanted to stick it to uh, Spotify, which he did. I mean, Spotify still a billion. You think? You think Jay Z could still make uh, break records at sixty? Yes, absolutely. 
Are you fucking retarded? Without him, with, bro. His last album. No, first his last album. Listen, listen, listen. Hey, hey. Light skin. Light skin. His last album, 444, went platinum before they even got released. Facts. Because he figured it out. He's like, why would I wait for these nick for a million niggas to buy this shit when I could just sell one million units of this album digitally to Sprint? And everybody who has a smartphone on Sprint, when the album is released, they'll automatically get it. I did. I got it. I did too. I he did. sold it to Sprint. He sold one million copies of the album digitally to Sprint. They paid him like 6.5 mil. If you had an Android phone. I got Rihanna's album too when they dropped it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you had Sometimes Android. Bro, if you had us, if you had an Android or iPhone, as soon as that date came in 2012 or whatever the fuck it was, you automatically got that album, bro. The watch, the watch the throne shit. I need you to not. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. What time is it? Date, nigga. It's 11 o'clock. Um, but yo, shout out to the big, <laughs> shout out to the big documentary. I'm here, bro. Fuck all bullshit. No, I hate you. Like, wait, I, I want so you to be. What's that on your date? The test to release. If you're supposed to. They're be going for drinks, and he's already drunk, so it's kind of like a wash. Look at his eyes get big. He's gonna uh, buy himself water. First of all, listen, extra be. rocks. I don't appreciate you. Oh. Look at you. Look at look at. Man. I don't appreciate you. Yo, um, oh, Uber driver attacked by three <laughs> thought ass thoughts. I fucking hate him. Ask your question after this. All right, boom. Uber driver attacked by three thought ass thoughts. Okay. Shout out to sub, sub Hakar Kadka. I don't know. Kadka. Kadka. I don't know. Listen, I don't know that they were thoughts. They could have been hussies. They could have been wenches. We don't know. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> We're not doing that. Uh, but my man, sub, sub Hakar Kadka. From I'm not Nepal. gonna try to pronounce his name because I'm not gonna do Yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna disrespect you, my brother. Nah, nah, I know one hundred percent you're all about pronunciation. No, we'll pronounce his name when he tells us how to pronounce it. Nah, what could you The white the white media said it, but I don't know if it's true. Because so I don't I'm not gonna to. I'm not gonna be disrespectful. Thompson, stop being weird. I'm um, not being weird. You are, nigga. No, I'm um, not. So I love there were queen. three young ladies in San Francisco that jumped in an Uber and was disrespectful to their driver. One of the young ladies took it to the next level. And uh, tried to take his phone and snatch his mask off his face. He had a KN95, which is an expensive mask. It's very, mm-hmm. way more expensive than a regular surgical joint. And right. he took his phone from her and was like, I, I work very hard for this. I work very hard. How dare you? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And like cussed her out. And then one of the girls, when they all got out of the car, left the back seat. One of them pepper sprayed it, pepper sprayed it to fucking make him uncomfortable. The situation ended. This was over this last weekend, All Star Weekend, uh, and then yesterday, one of the young ladies got arrested, and one of the other young ladies, two she, out of the three, agreed to, turn to turn herself in via her lawyer. But she hasn't do it, and she hasn't done it yet. But when they interviewed the driver, the Uber driver, um, Mister Katka, he was happy as shit. He was happy because he didn't know that there was an arrest that was made. One of the young ladies got arrested in Las Vegas. That was Malaysia King, who I thought was from here. I was so happy to find out it wasn't because I know Malaysia King. And then the other young lady. I know Malaysia King, too. I know you do. Uh, and the other one was arrested. Me and her sister friends. Was arrested in, um, was arrested somewhere. I don't fucking know. But it was, the video was so disturbing. And then you, you could tell these young girls, 20, early 20s, 
It was very disrespectful. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't. I don't know what they were trying to do. They were saying that he was the one of the reasons for the virus because Nepal is Asian. I mean, he grew up. He looked Indian, so Indian is Asian. It was just. It was just stupid. How do y'all feel about it? Let's stay. I don't want to spend more than fucking three nope. minutes on this topic. Nope. No, no, go, bro. You was ready. Go ahead. No. All right. I mean, pretty much it was. Uh... It was disrespectful as fuck. I mean, I even know one of the girls made like another video to Instagram after that explaining the whole situation. But like, she was pulling off the mask, coughing in this nigga's face and shit like Pull that. Doing this nigga, yo, that nigga has a lot of patience, bro. I would. Eh, eh. <coughs> it paid off because yeah. everything that she did was but, a charge. Um, but yo, but that whole fucking weekend, man. These these chicks, I'm Bree. These girls, these. Females out here. She, are blo- dangerous. she belongs to the bitch. A bitch, but they are dangerous. She belongs, she belongs dangerous. to the streets. Yo, the whole U-Haul man. I'm, I'm starting to think that there's, <laughs> there's no lower. There's no low points that they were there. They aren't afraid to reach, yo. So I got my head back because I'm trying, I, nah, I'm trying I to make you. sure you guys get your. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it short, sweet, and simple. Honestly, no cap, man. Like yo, you order Uber driver. The motherfucker's doing his job. Just sit in the car. Talk to your friends, wear your mask, and then because COVID-19 is a real thing. And that's it. What they did was mad extra. They expected to do it for clout. Personally, if you ask me, I think they were trying to do it for clout. Do anything. Clout. I mean, try to showboat, order extra shit, and lo and behold, it's biting them in the ass. Like, nah, bro. Like, they're here for a service. That's it. And they only put the camera there for protection purposes. And only thing I wish they would have done was record when he walked into the car. That was it. Because it's like, all right, what was the dialogue before in the car? That, that's still a mystery. But needless to say, it's not excusing what they did. You pull your mask down, you cough at this nigga's face, you take his camera and shit. Like, that's mad extra. Like, I mean, he was calm, cool, cool, collective. But I personally wish they would have had the video when he walked into the car. Personally. I don't, I don't care about none of that. Because whatever their reaction was, it was an overreaction. It was. And they're two. Uh, they're adults. All three of them are adults. You have enough money, and you're financially secure enough to travel to another state and order an Uber to go wherever the fuck you're supposed to be going. I don't know if they were going to All Star Weekend. I don't know. They were in San Francisco. They weren't in L. A. Those places are four or five hours apart. You were just there a couple weeks ago, Thompson. So you know that. Um, mm. It was just women of color who seemed like they had no home training doing the absolute most. And I'm glad that they're being held accountable. And I'm glad that this young brother, um, one of the Uber, Uber offered him $20 to clean the, 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 the scent and the, the, just the weirdness of the pepper spray out of his car. $20. That's all they offered him. So one of the, ad, one of the founders of Uber, um, started a GoFundMe for him that raised them a few one thousand. One of the founders of Uber? They what, started GoFundMe. Started a GoFundMe. Instead of just like okay, just handing because Thank she couldn't. You. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's it sounds crazy, but I don't think she was gonna be able to. I don't think she's one of those people that can say, "Hey, we're gonna give you X amount of dollars, and we're gonna give you." Know what I mean, like Uber's not one of those companies, nigga. There's no HR. Like if someone throws up in bad. your if someone throws up in your car, you gotta take a picture of it because I drive Uber. You gotta mm-hmm. take a picture of it, send it to them, let them know what happened. And they may or may not send you $100 so you can clean your shit. Good luck with your dude, nigga. Be good. Um, so that's how it go. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. I'm going to call you. Um, this nigga Thompson. Yo, don't, never have friends who love to get drunk 
and go on dates. You better not fuck up your date with your limp dick, nigga. I'm not gonna fuck my dick with my limp dick, but I love you, bro. I love you more, nigga. You liar. You know. You always show me no affection. Redrin, I love you. Give me a hug, goddamn. Hug my neck now. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See? Me no, me no like no almond milk. Yeah. Me no like no almond milk. You go, you go, you go, you hear me say? You yo. hear me say, you go? That should be the next topic, yo. Like, um, show the, no, showing affection to your bros, bro. Like, what's what's the fight? What's your definition of showing affection to your bros? Like, rubbing, you your chest, rubbing your chest after hugging you and, 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 and caressing the back of your But head. he's not affectionate, yo. He's like, every time I hug him, he's like, get the fuck off me, bro. Nah, That's because his dad raised him to be a gangster. Yo, I was some shit. Like, nah, nigga, I, like, I you hugged me? Barely. You gave me the church pack, bro. Yeah, he did. He did oh. give you the church pack. He did. No, he gave you the. That was different. Oh, now he gonna now he gonna rub your ass. <laughs> Look, now give it a yeah, 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 yeah. The broke yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. 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 brother. Brother Koo, I appreciate you. Like damn, nigga, we brothers, man. Like I'm not Brother Koo, I appreciate you. I'll see you on Sunday. I'm not saying I'm a sissy church to you, bro, but like I mean like it's like yo, bro, like embrace you, but nigga, like I will find like yo, bro. But at the day, like I and I feel you because we was we was both brought up with hard, stern fucking fathers. That's that's one thing I thought about too. Our fathers don't really they never bro, told us how to display. I only I okay. Yo, my uncle called me a fat because I kissed my dad on the cheek. Bro, when I was a boy. When I was a boy. That's a real deal talk. When I was seven, I was like, I, nigga. I, it's my dad, bro. I'm gonna say for this. Fuck that. I'm gonna, hold on. No, no, no. I'm gonna no, 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 relate. Nah, I'm sorry. I know we're going over topic. This is I not a topic. Goldie and No, no, no. Fuck that day. I got a question. What's up? Can I ask my question? Yeah, of course. All right. What's the question? My question is This is gonna be our last topic. So, your homeboy, can your homeboy, excuse me, can you? Sit with your girlfriend's friend. Yep. Um, until your girlfriend comes. Like, yes. would you? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Okay. Would you be okay with your homeboy sitting with your girl? Yes. Yes. Until yeah. your um, until, until your girl, you until you come. But yeah. yo, yo, you know the thing is, yo, you know who your homeboys are, Facts. so you know who you yes. can leave them with. That's so nice. like, it's not saying like I would not hang out with. Such would you such, leave one of your girls I, with me for an hour? Of course. Of course, you cool. Most yo, that's my nucleus. That's yeah. my nucleus right there. Fact. But we also have friends outside of our nucleus, so we like, yo, he's cool to chill with. But I don't, I don't bring him in this just situation. Be, just be careful. What, you, what you're saying is there's levels to this shit. Absolutely. Oh yeah, facts. Oh, that's facts. Okay. But that, that doesn't that there's, doesn't that doesn't exclude from there's your bros who are outside of that. There's your mm-hmm. bros that you leave your friends with, and there's your, like people's like I we, we see each other. Guarantee you, guarantee you. During when the spring, when the weather gets really popping like that. Wally's gonna get hundreds of calls from from niggas that he ain't talked to over the winter. Aku is gonna get hundreds of calls from niggas he ain't talked to over the winter. But you know what? Bruh. It's gonna be all love because he knows where they are in his life. That's it. Not saying that he would leave him with someone who was sacred to him, but as far as saying like, yo, when the shit gets popping, hit me up. Let me know what's good for That's the That's it. Straight so like that. You different spaces for different people. Right, it's gotta be. Like you that. have, you have, have to, uh, and I hate that's, to say, that's I, a great balance. There's only yo, you guys, you guys, and I know we're on a podcast, but mm-hmm. I was really speaking to you guys and Lowe's. Like, we know went through this whole depression shit with, because I don't disclose a lot of shit to a lot of people. To everybody else, I'm pretty much a well, a mad this, introverted person. Seeing mm-hmm. that I'm not necessarily part of this circle you guys got going, <laughs> um, 
I appreciate you sharing in my presence because I need uh, to share with me. Trust me enough to do so. So I appreciate. Yeah, it. yeah. You know what I mean? But you got your new dish. You know it's I mean? honestly, it's it's tough because, like, like I said, like, and I pick back for what he said. Like, there's some people that you like. I right, cool. I can trust her being around decent amount of people. But outside of that, I know when the motherfucker be like, yeah, I'm gonna say what's up with you, girl. But yo, bro, like, you know that's my shorty. You know that's my queen. Why would you try to shoot your shot? You pick and choose your battles. That's it. And you set it up to the point where it's like, I like, I trust him with him. I trust him with him. But with you, fuck out of here. You too, you too big of a flirt. Coincidentally, there's, there was a situation where I like, I wasn't invited because I was quote unquote too friendly. My ass, I'm like, I like to have a conversation. I like to have fun. Um, when I get drunk, I like to get lit. I like to have joke around. I like to fucking say shit without content. I like shit that doesn't make any type of sense. Everybody knows that. I fucking, so many conundrums that don't even make sense. That's just me because I'm like, I'm, I want to have fun. I don't care. Like, hee hee ha. I'm all about to laugh. But to say token, shorty over there is like, oh, well, he sounds intellectual and he's all right. Like, no, I'm not making any type of sense, but she's attracted to me. I don't care. Like, I'm here about the vibes. I'm here about You're energy. You don't give a fuck. You can't help who you're attracted to. Mm, yeah, that's it. But at the same token, there's a fine line of respect where it's like, all right, if I know you came in here with shorty, I'm not going to shoot my shot. If you came in with a female and it's like, yo, this is my boom, boom, boom this is my ace boom, boom, this is my thing. I'm, I'm with it. If you tell me it's like, it's free hey, yo, 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 so just, a, just, a, no, no, go ahead. Right, just to add on to what Cool was saying, yo, we had conversations like nigga since maybe what, 2012. Yo, we had conversations on like girls who were really specific to us. Talking about me, Wally, Cool, Lowe's, everybody was in TOA pretty much. We all disclosed who our great white buffaloes were. Yeah. These are mm. these, these might not be chicks that we got really far with. These might not be chicks that we really, but it meant something to us. And the people that I told my great white buffaloes to are people that I know that would never go for that person. Mm -hmm. You know nice. what I mean? These are how you know who your real peoples are. Like, okay. yeah, these these girls are gonna date. They're gonna do shit. They're gonna do fucked up foul shit. But never with but the niggas. niggas I disclosed this way. That would be the reason I disclosed these people is because that would be the game changer for it. You know what I mean? This is why. Los beat the shit out of Gerald. This is why <laughs> this is why shit, shit happens. When you see violence between brothers and shit like that, it's because they cross a line that they can never come back from. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I, t I disclosed shit to the people. Yo, Wally told me he had a crush on a teacher. I never seen her before, but I knew, yo, I don't care. Off limits. So if these are your brothers. And now when you saw her, and she, she was bad you. as fuck. She came. She came to. She came to one of the the Paragon. The, Paragon. She was bad Long as shit. Wally came in there with the. With the, the big ass uh, Sopranos jacket on and shit like that. <laughs> and he was, yeah, he was that's... Shit like that. He said, he said, yo, bro, I'm gonna go use the bathroom. Make sure she's straight right here. <laughs> I'm mad. This... Nah, no cap. I'm mad that nigga thinks Nah, no cap. I, I, I second that. He, he, sounds, he like sounds exactly like that. Like that. <laughs> he sounds exactly he's like, like that. I'm gonna go use the bathroom real quick, yo. Make sure she's straight right there. You know what's over there up here like that? Niggas come over there and all right, man. She, she good right there. She good right there. You tell you tell certain people. You tell oh, them that's them because hilarious. You know they're gonna hold that shit sacred. Mm. You know what I mean? So all else fails, you hold on to the people that you know can hold shit for you. So, Not facts. But when there's a when there's a cookout coming for, hit me up, nigga. Yeah, we down. You know what I mean? That's it. 
<laughs> Those are the niggas who we just hang out with when shit is popping. Hit me yeah. up, yeah. You got a cookout going up? We down? Yeah, um, we'll pull up. We'll TOA will be there. You know, one third, two fifths, mm. eighths, eight mm. sevenths. Mm. Well, somebody gonna be there. All right, mm. I'm checking out. You should have been left. You didn't have to stay. <laughs> I know I should have been left, but I'm here, bro. Like my- I appreciate you wanting to stay, but I also don't want you to be a dick for your first time hanging with this young lady yeah, outside bye-bye. of. Your friends. Wow. Jesus. It was like goodbye. Goodbye for us to hear on Happy Network. Say goodbye and hear. Oh, so I have to do a check in next week? No, we can do a check in when you decide you want to update. Pack it up and. I'll update y'all. I'll give you that. It was like, I didn't hear this shit. This nigga was fucking late. It sounds like him. It's not even about that. Can we just take a second to admire the fact that this nigga Wally came to Paragon with a fucking big ass trench coat on? I went with my pink coat on. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. I came with my pink coat on, man. Nah, that pink coat was playing to be. Yes. I still got it. That's still my. That's my favorite coat. Let's see it, fam. Appreciate it. You already know. Yo, this wine. Phenomenal. You fuck with that shit. Yeah. Give me some love. Nah, I love you. My Nubia queen, this is my Caribbean queen, yo. I'm not disappearing. I'm here next week, goddammit. I fucking hate this guy. Is that SC? No, nigga. No, it's not SC. It's I'm not gonna tell you what it is. That's Pusha T though. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, look at that song. Uh, have fun, be safe. But just so you know, hey, Benny the Butcher is coming out with an yeah. album. Butcher coming, nigga. So, I sell no coke. Good night, Thompson. Good night, mm. beloved. We have. Put a belt on, nigga. Heard your perspective. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What is your perspective? On what now? What are we talking about? <laughs> the last topic of the night. I, wait, I, I, wait, wait. Thompson, go. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. What are we even talking about? No pun intended. Them niggas know. Say, know. say, say that word again, yo. Yo. Say, no one help him out. What no are we even oh, talking been about? Ten minutes. What are we talking about? Say it, say it. No pun intended. No, no, don't help him. Don't help him. Don't help him. Say it. No, no. For land, pole. Space. <laughs> Nigga, I was supposed to leave out on what? No, that part. What, and what are you if you do? Play, no, shut up. Play play <laughs> what are you? you what do? are we even talking about? Uh, no, 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 cool. What are you if you do philanthropy? That's what you said. No, what are you if you do philanthropy? <laughs> hey, what, what happened? I gotta leave, you know? I gotta leave. I gotta leave. Say no, it. What are you talking about? I, no I pun intended. Say it. Say it. Say it. I no, say, no, it. I, I, I say I plead the fifth. Like, why I, I, I plead the fifth. fifth. All right. Oh, the fifth. All right. Good. Good. Plead the fifth. Good. But the reason why I said that is because we have a particular viewer that views our shit. So that's why I said, what oh, are we even talking about? No pun intended. Man, fuck Izzy. Damn, <laughs> shit. Goddamn. All right. Love you, Izzy. Bang, bang. Bang, Don DeMarco, Marco, shit like Marco, that, shit like Marco. that. It was more like this, it wasn't a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Glory shit. Yo, Glory, that's Glory cool. shit. Go to your fucking date. Man. I am, I am. No, they're gonna wait. What's the fuck out of bullshit? Oh, never mind. Oh, shit, no, bye, 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 bye. I didn't leave. I didn't leave. Drive safe, nigga. I'm gonna call you as soon as I Please leave. Please drive safe. Stop hugging people. Get the fuck out.
Leave. No, shut up. Love me. I love you. Yeah, Maya. I'm going to call you as soon as we're done. All right. So we're trying to wrap right now, nigga. Okay, okay, okay. So either go on your date or sit on this couch. It's over. All right, all right. I'm leaving. And, oh, only one drink. Order double milk no, for yourself. No, zero drinks. You drink water tonight. Wow. Double milk. Double milk? Goddamn. Double okay. milk. Warm, too. Now, right. at cold, cold, because right, if you drink water. Warm... milk or my chicken... I'm gonna pull up to where we at. We're pulling up. We're pulling he's lactose intolerant. He's drinking water. Where's he going? I think he's going to Nara. We're going to Nara. You wanted to go to 77. We're not going. We're to not going to get him. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta go to where he goes. Right. We gotta get a table if we go there. That's fine. We will share his table. Continue. What were you oh. saying? Um. So the Shit. question that I have is, um, can your homeboys yes come right. to your house and sit and wait for you? With your wife not there, with you not being there until you get home. The, the answer to the question is yes. I trust all my niggas, all my niggas are my brothers, and like like Corey said, the only niggas that wouldn't be trusted are our acquaintances who play like they're closer to me than they really are. And when we were in college, all three of us, we used to go to Club X all the motherfucking time. And when we went to Club X, I used to do favors for our young boys. Sadu was one of our young boys. He was. Brolio was one of our young Dom boys. Dom was one of our young boys. I'm 21. You're 21. Coots 21. These niggas is 19. Going on 20 and shit. Couldn't buy alcohol, blah, blah, blah. So what I would do for these little niggas, what we would do for these little niggas, if we were all going out to the same spot and one of them was working until like 11. We would get to the spot before 11. But before we got to the spot, we would buy alcohol. If we got two bottles of some bullshit, didn't matter. Half of whatever we bought, we saved and we stuck it underneath one of either his car or Thompson's yeah, car. We that's what really we did. Bro, <laughs> that's what we did. So savage if it was my, every time if Corey drove or Thompson drove, I would buy, like, we would buy a bottle of, you know, UV, Spetka, Pinnacle, E&J, all the, all the nasty shit. But we would leave. Ooh. We would get our levels right and be like, all right, we good. We good. Because back then, every pay week, nigga, we all got, like, 200 Bro, for the pay week. you had to have a bottle before you pull up anything. I had to. Had, had, to. To. had to. Had to. And we always had some bullshit. But I would always tell them. They would text us and they would say, yo, yo, whoa, we don't want to be in there super sober. We just want to, we only got enough money to buy one or two drinks. You got some for us? And I'd be like, nigga, you even have to ask? Yo, go to the tooth, go to the green Ultima underneath the passenger door. (laughs) Look right underneath the passenger side, in the front where the passenger side door is. And there's a bottle. like level two days a lot. That well, that was Club X, and that was level two days. Yeah, that was ultra days too. Yeah, wherever we went, yeah, and we would tell these yeah, go ahead. We would tell these niggas like, "Yo, just go underneath the car, grab the mm-hmm. bottle. It's there. We left half for you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's three of you niggas, I don't know how you're gonna get fucked up, but finish it. Throw the bottle in the woods. That's that. Yo, I think the thing that was important to say though is that we we always had a real big team. Whatever club we went to, it was really big. The team, the team, we in gen- the-, the team in general was. Big, but the niggas that you held close to you were the niggas that you pulled the same car with. Yeah, like three or four niggas. Yeah, how your team was deep inside the car. We were always eight to ten niggas deep. Oh, wherever we went, CCRIDs, CCRIDs, CCRIDs. We were always nobody was part of any Pawtucket clip. No one was any part. 
part of any province click, but we ran with a lot of niggas, so we was cool with some niggas in each part of the uh, section. Yeah, everywhere. From everywhere. Oh, man. We had we had Lincoln niggas, CF niggas, right. Cranston niggas, Ooh. Warwick niggas, Prov niggas. Everybody was like, oh, shit. And it got to the point where we would go to the hot spot for the week or the weekend and see niggas from other spots. Yeah, real and shit. and we ended up making yo. I ended up adding niggas on on social media, um, uh, MySpace and Facebook, off of us just going out, You're right? And right, seeing niggas shit. all the time, and right, it came real from real level real two, real ultra real. Club yeah. X. Club yeah. X was the main yo. Club X was the main shit, nigga. Nigga, we popped off. <laughs> we was wilding in Club we X. Off, that was man. a different level, nigga. Damn, nigga. We took so I took so I I bagged the new number every week over there, bro. Skinny wall. Crazy nigga, skinny wall. You too. Like we was crazy. Wilding. We was and back wilding. then it was just numbers, bro. It never not that actually. For me, when I bag a number, bro, it would probably lasted for the weekend, bro. I would just it was some real shit. Yeah, until Monday. And I then was living with my parents. I think it lasted just the weekend until Monday, and then it was yeah. stale. <laughs> then you needed to get, wait till Friday, re up, and try to hit all over again. Oh, this shit was crazy. So who you met? You remember the conversation? So who you met over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you met that one. You yo, met that one. She got an old oh, spot. Oh, bad. she live with her yo, mom too, still, oh, right? Damn. Yo, so wait, going to mass next weekend? Yo, <laughs> yo, niggas knew how to network, bro. We, we had to meet niggas from URI. Yeah. Other colleges. Yeah, man. It was it was crazy. We we been that way like a motherfucker. We forget. Oh, you you guys. Every time I see y'all out, y'all wilding, y'all got right. bitches. Da, 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 da. These are my group. friends, bro. Just I don't group. got bitches. These are my friends, nigga. These shorties right here are my friends. They just happen you know, to be cute. To 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 kind of like expound a little bit on Bree when she asked about yo. I think that's why the nucleus was important, bro. Because like you break away from that shit. Eventually, you break away from the click. Not saying we had a click. But we just knew so many people. Like, for now, say dude was to hit you up and say there was a barbecue going down. Cool. Dope. We, we in there. Summertime, hell yeah. Yeah. But hell it's yeah. to the point that you always, I think you always stick with your nucleus. And these are your friends who are going to be your friends for the rest of your life. I think that's how you weed it out. You know, mm-hmm. your 20s weeds out who's going to be in your life forever. Thousand percent. What, real Thousand serious. percent. And we had, we had some amazing experiences, so like, man. So, like, when you ask the question, like, yo, would you trust these group of men to be home with your wife when you wasn't there. I would trust these men to take my wife to the hospital if I was at work. Right. That's how deep that shit goes. Absolutely. Because yeah. it's never going to go for I definitely. I, I, I appreciate that statement because it's it, for, for most women, they wouldn't understand why that's different. Mm. Um, but I get why that's different. If you trust somebody to take like if it's your wife and you're mm. trusting them to take them to the hospital. You're trusting them to get them there safely and get them the help they need. For sure. That's there's, a, there's a lot more to that than just letting your I know I can ask I know I can ask Wally tomorrow, yo, bro, I can't get Nia from school tomorrow and Wally's gonna be there to pick up my niece. You know what I mean? This is this goes beyond friendship. These are my brothers. Well, mm-hmm. I had to ask the question because mm-hmm. the, the question was that when I saw it was originally posed towards women. Right. And my first reaction is I wonder how niggas feel about this. <laughs> that wasn't my first thought. Second. Um, it was my third thought. Okay. That was my third guess. <laughs> you just hitting it up the park, huh? 32%, nigga. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, my first thought process was like, I would never. 
unless we've established the part, the part where we're all cool and we can recognize that we're all cool and mm-hmm. like she knows that I'm not a threat or he knows that I'm not that bitch like we're not there but mm-hmm. if he knows that I'm not a, I'm not that bitch and she knows that I'm not a threat we're cool right, right. but any other circumstance no new friends will I be in your living room sitting or your husband sitting in the living room right, it's just right. not something that I do Right, right. Because I never want there to be an argument where a petty motherfucker makes up some shit. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I think, uh, oh no, keep going. I never want to be in a situation where anybody could say that I did something inappropriate because that's just not my character. Mm. But a lot of people get fucking caught up for doing shit, for allegedly doing shit that nobody thought was in their character because they were in fucked up situations. Mm. Never put myself in that mm-hmm. situation. So my thought process is like, if I'm somewhere with a bunch of friends and it just so happened that I happen to be talking to two dudes that I know are in a relationship or are married, like I'm going to intentionally like make the circle bigger so other people can join. So it's not just me talking to these two married dudes. And to me, that's just respect for you and your relationship because I would never put myself in a predicament to mm-hmm. be alone. That's that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. same thing when I was in relationships. I was never... You wouldn't catch me going out talking to single men because my thought process is if I'm talking to single men, at any point, they can take whatever I say as flirting. And I'm never going to put myself in a position to lead somebody on. Mm-hmm. And hurt the person that I'm with. Right, right, 100%. But this was interesting to me because the questions that they said was like, nah, nope, nope, nope. I don't trust that bitch. It's not that. For me, I don't have to trust the person that I that I put my significant other around. I have to trust my significant other. Yeah. And I would trust my significant other to get the fuck up out of that situation. Because mm-hmm. you don't want me to be able to speculate. Just like I don't want you to be able to speculate. Because I care about you too much for you to have to speculate. So I'm going to remove myself from that situation. Post haste. Yo, it's crazy. Um, I, I know you guys are trying to wrap up, but um, <clears throat> since I, I love this topic that we're on right now, and I think that I should, I kind of want to expound on it a little bit more. Go ahead, I, Go ahead nigga. I think, uh, I think realizing right now, I've been very blessed, yo. I've got like, I got a real good nucleus of friends who are like brothers. I trust these guys on my life. I trust Wally with my life. I trust Losa. I trust Coop with my life. Um, you asking something like that about the wife and stuff like that is it's too simple. I trust these guys with way more than that. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? And it, it, it gets to the point where so things I doubted about myself in 2018, I told my therapist this. She said, you have any support group? And I, I told her, I was like, uh, I do. My... My problem was I didn't want to put too much on my back because I put a lot Wally and Losa's back. In 2017, 2018, I went through a pregnancy scare. thought this girl had my baby. And I, I called Wally. I think, yo, bro, I think I called you every day. Every day? Every day mm-hmm. until that baby was born. Say this. I was over your house most of the days. Yo, yes. this nigga was over my... This is this is this king, his brother was over my house. I when spent I got the, the night. Results. I spent the night. You asked me yo, to. And um, yo, and this is why I understand why my friend Los beat the shit out of Gerald. Really fought him. Everything was lost at that Wendy's parking lot. I, I, I missed all of that. I don't know yeah, why that everything happened. was lost at that Wendy's parking lot. So just to just to just to <laughs> tell just to tell the people, I'm gonna explain the story. Picture it, sister. One of our one of our group. <laughs> One of our groups are TOA members, bro. 
Um, Los and Gerald have been friends since high school. Before, know, before, before, before Corey, before, before, me. before us and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But this is how you really weed out the, the weak from the strong. Mm-hmm. So there was a time Gerald was going through hardship and stuff like that. He was, uh, he didn't have any money and stuff like that. He, he was embarrassed. He says he was embarrassed asking Los for money and stuff like that. So he asked Los's girlfriend for money. But it got to the point where he was trying to go to Los's girlfriend's house to have sex. To he was trying. He was he was. Gerald's always been the type of person where he claims when he's drunk he doesn't know what he's doing. So he what he did is he was trying to go to to uh, Los's girlfriend's house to have sex with her. Go up there and say I need some money and stuff like that. I know you're close. You want to help out. Most friends, this is how you do it. But um, what he didn't understand is Sheena is actually a really loyal girl, surprisingly. But to the point, she's loyal to the point where she just wants to get Los's affection. So she tells Los, yo, just so you know, I could have fucked your friend. He was calling me on the phone. He wanted to do this and third. That shit broke Los. It didn't matter if it was real or fake or not. It was the fact that she could use that as an actual example, say I could do it to you if I wanted to. So, Los asked him, yo, bro, did you ask, did you call Sheena? Did you, like, when we was going through our little problems to, to, to see her and stuff like that? He's like, yeah, but, you know, I don't remember much after that. I think I asked him for money I was going through. And he's like, why did you call me? He's like, oh, I was embarrassed and stuff like that. He's like, so instead of you being embarrassed to ask me, you was embarrassed to the point where you asked her. So, it didn't make sense because Sheena is so loyal to the point that she actually brought in actual details that would only be known to Los and Gerald. Got to the point. Skip a little forward. Los pulled up and beat the fuck out this nigga at the Wendy's parking lot. Said, yo, bro, meet me. I gotta, you know, I'm going to show you something like that. And this is the first time I saw Los vulnerable because he's, he's really on the shit. But he, he beat the shit out of him. But it was because he crossed the line. We don't fight people out of nothing. I know we're, we're older men. But he fought him because of that simple fact that you crossed the line that you really can't come back from. Yo, if not saying I know this will never happen, but if Rose Fire somebody in, in, in Cuba to do something to someone I cared about, that's the only thing I think that would push me to a point past the abyss. And I know I could trust them with that because it would never happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. That was that was good. That was really good insight that you shared. Mm-hmm. I think um Many times it's hard to figure out who that nucleus is going to be. Mm. Um, I'm the type of person that like I attract people. Mm. I don't know how it happens. I just attract people to me. They feel like they can trust me. Strangers tell me their secrets. So I have a lot of people who consider me their friends who I don't necessarily consider friends. So with that being said, uh, my question is, what are these levels that people have to get to? You know what I mean? You going first? No, go ahead, bro. All right, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to let Wally take the money. The levels that they got across, it's tough. Because I don't think any one of us could individually say when it was that point that you trusted this person with your life. Um, I think we all go through, like, problems. Damn, we know each How long we know each other? 12, 13 years now? Mm-hmm. I think we all go through situations where we need some type of support. And I think just as people in general, we need support from people, whether we want to believe it or not. And mine started really early. I started with the first girl I dated was 2009, uh, Suzanne. She broke my heart first. And I dated in high school, but I never dated, dated. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was your first girlfriend. She was my first girlfriend, yeah. 
I went through something so hard, and I didn't think I was gonna make it out of it. These guys stuck by my side, and it was little. It was it was kind of like it was you know it was young. It was college. It was college, but I think the mind gets stronger as you go through certain situations with people. And you realize this is a person I can trust. I he introduced me to his mom. I introduced him to my mom. My dad knows him. Sisters know him. He knows things about me I wouldn't share with somebody else. And you look at all the facts of what this person knows and what they've done and the patterns that they have done. And it's like, yo, you know that this person, despite everything that happens, and I think it goes beyond friendship. I think it goes to brothership. I think it goes to the point where you trust them with sensitive information. They'd be like, yo, bro, that's not you. You're doing stupid shit now. Or like, stop acting that way because I know you're not like that. When they could do stuff like that and point out your flaws and stuff like that and send it back to you and you're not angry, but you're kind of more insightful to the fact like, damn, maybe I ain't fucking up. Mm-hmm. And you heed their advice when they're attacking. Okay. I think it makes sense to like really take that into consideration because anybody else that tries to attack you like that, you know, not saying I'm the strongest person, but I am a 6'3 motherfucker. 250 pounds. So you're basically saying, I ain't no fucking slouch. I'm not no slouch. But you get somebody else, um, and Wally was really skinny back in the day. You know what I mean? Super skinny. But he would, he would, I saw the pictures. He would come at me. He would come at me, and yo, this is why I always called Wally, even as 2009, I always called him my my little big brother because, like, he he was sunning me back in the day. But he was doing it in a way that he was doing it for the best interest of me. Mm. This is like, yo, you better than that but his way of showing it was kind of like disrespect but i ate that shit because it was him. <laughs> you know I, and, and los did the same way but los is los is more like me he's more of a he's more of a, a physical fighter type of nigga so he's kind of so like los didn't like he's more for a long time. He's, Lo, it took a long time for los to like embrace right. me it took he's, a long he's time he's like he one of the reasons why right. he's so 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 just to just to wrap this shit all circle thin. just to wrap it up full circle just to wrap it up full circle, you think about the three niggas that you know can do that to you, and then you're surrounded by like 20, 25 niggas who are cool with you in, in CCRI. And, uh-huh. and you see it. You literally see it. You see like, yo, these are the niggas that I know that. Once we get in the car, I'm going to talk shit about this motherfucker because he pissed me the fuck off. Because you know that this is your nucleus. Right. Out of like 30 niggas, you know right. this is your you nucleus. You know who you can trust and who you can't. I have a right. question. I have actually two scenarios to play for you. Mm-hmm. You have one friend who's always trying to, for lack of a better term, get you laid. Get you laid. Re- regardless of if you want to or not. I'm so can, you... but can I grab another one of these? Uh... What you want? Uh, the strawberry. Um, the one of the friends is without your knowledge, without your consent, without anything. Always trying to get you laid. Mm. Always trying to hook you up for some, with someone. Never in a relationship with someone. But like, yo, I think you guys would, would match. Let me put you in that situation. Mm. And then you got another friend who, um, I'm going from a few perspectives, but I want to know what you guys think of these situations. Mm. Um, and then I'll give you more information afterwards. The, another friend tries to hook you up with someone and then talks about that person in a different light after they tried to hook you up with that person. In a negative light. No. Hold on, let me, in a so, positive light? Yep. So 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 help me out a little bit. The person that you know is trying to hook you up with a lady friend. No. Explain it again? Hmm. No, no, no. They're, They're trying, trying to hook you up with a guy. Um one friend is trying to hook you up with guys regardless of 
Whether or not I have knowledge of oh, it. Oh, okay. Whether so, or not I, I asked for it. It's just, I'll go over her house and... There's a random so guy there. Always yeah. trying to put me on. But they're okay. trying to put me on, on. Just trying to put me on. Mm. Trying to expose you to the nigga. Another friend mm. um, is... Tries to put me on with somebody. But then ends up talking to somebody in a light that they would think that I would talk about the person. All right. So so let's go. So let me let me take this. Let me take so this. Let me, yeah, go ahead. Let me take clarify. It. Let me clarify. No, 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 I want to clarify the second one so he yeah. understands what I'm saying. I'm listening. I'm listening. The other person, you know how somebody tries to um, uh, how do I explain this? Uh, how do you say? No. Um, <laughs> how do you see? She's trying to hook you up with this person, but she's trying to like downplay you at the same time to the person that she's hooking up to. Not necessarily that. But soon after, if you don't say anything in the affirmative about this person, they now affirm this person for themselves. All right. I'm oh, gonna, so, so they, they're, they're fake trying to hook you up because yeah. they want them for so, themselves. So, so I'm going to answer this shit super gotcha. quick because I want you to kind of expound on it a little bit. Gotcha. Well, I'm, I'm going to go super quick. Man. So what I think in that situation, if it was me and how I know my friends, my personal friends, we all got acquaintances, like Wally said. We got people that try to hook you up and try to do stuff like that. But how I evaluate my friends is I've never been in a situation where Wally, Los, Crew, or Isaac have ever came to me when I came. Because despite how it may look to anybody on the outside, I do deal with a lot with sometimes when I want to. But um, I'm also the type of person where I really do get into the person I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I mean? So... If I break it off with somebody, I never heard Wally Lose or Isaac, anyone, I never heard him say, like, yo, you should hook up with this person. It's always been on my time. It's always been, what can we do for you to help you get better so that mm-hmm. you can do that if you want to? It's never been like, yo, you want to meet this person, yada, yada, try to, it's never been rushed. So the people who are patient with you, I think, means a lot more because they're worried about your self-being. Yes. If you're good to do it, then we're good for you to do it. Okay. It's never been like, I'm going to put this on you so you can kind of rush what you need to do. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's how you could kind of judge it. Okay, so the second one. What are your thoughts on the second one? That's just a, that's just, that's a dub off rip. Because if you if you really yeah. trying to downplay what you're trying to do and stuff like that, then you've never been my friend. And if I get wind of it, wind of it at all, then you're done. It might not even be done because I might have been just so like capitalized on how I felt about you. I might have just keep you in that space. I might be a Cersei Lannister or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you was gonna bring up <laughs> one of the HBO shows, yeah, Sopranos. Yeah. Because Game of because you could be so sure about their position in your life, you could kind of be like, I could do what I want with you now. You know what I mean? That's just how I feel about it. You know. Yeah, I, I concur. I, I really feel like if somebody's trying to put you on with somebody that they really want for themselves and they're not for you, there's somebody that doesn't need to be in your life because they're being disingenuous about their intentions. And in the first part that uh, Corey talked about, I agree 100%. You know what I mean? Like, there are, like, I know my niggas' types. I know what they like, I know what they look for. If you're with some shorties that are trying to put you on with a nigga, they better know what you like and what you look for. Well, and you can tell. Can I clarify for you. Go ahead, clarify. Hold your thought, because I want to hear it. But I want to clarify it in saying, um, 
regardless of knowing what I want, you have to know me. That's listen. If they don't know you, they don't know what you want. Period. Because this one, guy, can they? No, no. That's the, no. I don't have anything else to say. If they do not know your personality, how the fuck are they gonna put you on with a guy? They don't know mm-hmm. your and I fucking hate that I'm gonna so, use this. I'm only gonna use this because I know to fucking connect with the fans. They don't know your love language if they don't know you. They don't know your values, your yo, morals. That was big. That was I fucking big. hate Give it. Me a high five. For that. High five. They don't know your love language if they don't know you. It's kind of true. It's because true. they're not gonna put you on with a nigga if they don't think that he fits within the love languages that you. Right. Identify with that's hilarious. Your values and okay. it, it's I'm hilarious gonna, and sad. I'm so mad. I'm gonna I had clarify. To I'm gonna clarify. Go ahead. Um, this both situations were friends that I've had in the past. Um, both of them I'm not friends with mm-hmm. um, anymore. Anymore. I was okay. with them years ago, and I watched it, and I watched people, and I learned about situations. And um, mm. one of the most interesting things is like in both situations where they serving each other, serving themselves. They weren't mm. in service of me. They was they were in service of themselves. So like the one the friend who put me tried to put me out with someone that they really wanted to get with was trying to see if I was this person's type. Mm. Mm. The person who was putting me on with dudes um is because she didn't want to be fucking by herself. Right. So those are the people you definitely want to stay away from. None of them were the right answer. You guys both got it right because they were both trash. So are you friends with these people to this day? No. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah. I wanted to bring up this scenario because I think it connects to the question that I asked in terms of loyalty. Mm. When I think about these people, I don't trust them to uh, enough for me to be in their presence. But even in the peaks of our friendship, I'm gonna trust them on my man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're you're completely right, and I think the problem is um. I the way I am with, with Wally and Lawson and as my Wait, close hold that though because mm-hmm. I want to clarify when I say I won't trust him around my men I won't trust him not to try shit around my man right because I wouldn't bring a man around them that I didn't trust either mm-hmm. so right, sorry, right. Go ahead. I think we um we're saying the whole situation is um I've met girls who are like that you know what I mean I've seen situations well, where it sounded like the one you described earlier was like that. Right. I mean, yo, and, and only to, to, to be transparent about my situation, not not the situation I'm going through currently, but my situation with women. I have worked at jobs where a girl would try to put me on with her friend, but low-key wanted to just get me in, in, in general. To me, that's bullshit. And it was like, it was kind of like, I'm a nigga, so I'm, I'm probably going to do it and shit like that. But I feel like to really be, really be clear on your standings as a friend, I think you gotta kind of like heed to like what you think would be best for them. Yo, even me going through a situation now, and I'm gonna use me as an example because like I put my shit out there already. Since I told Los Wally and Coop this whole situation, I haven't heard from one of them. I was like, yo, bro, we're gonna put you on some bitches or some shit. Nothing of the necessary has been out of their mind. It hasn't been nothing about females. There's always been something about go out and be around people who are. You know, love you and be around. This is why I'm out tonight and not by myself. So if you really want to know who's there for you, they're going to make their concerns about you. Like, it's never about, like, we need to get you back in the dating scene or maybe this is there for you. It's always going to be like, what's best for your mental health, well-being? 
You know what I mean? And that's the easiest way to root out the people who aren't there for you. Mm, so that. And I'm realizing now speaking to you guys because I don't, you take it for granted so much that you don't really take the time to really appreciate that's there for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because you're like, damn, yo, I could have had this, that, or the third, but you, you know what I mean? You're already thinking like what you could have had instead of what you do have that other people don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? so, One thing I found out, you guys have any, ever had any female best friends where you didn't decide to be their best friend, they decided to be yours? And they seem like your biggest cheerleader, and then all of a sudden you found out they had a crush on you? Yeah. But I'm sure Wally's dealt with bitches like that you too, that, who right? have been like, I'm sure you dealt with women who were like, yo, I want to put you on with this friend, but they was low-key just trying to be around you. To That's be what around. I'm saying. That's an exception. Yeah, all the time. All the time. And it's, it's crazy because I'm... Before I say something that goes against me, I'll say nothing. Mm-hmm. Say fast. Listen, I'll, I'll be the first nigga to tell you. There have been situations with women where I've said straight up, like... I respect you. I, I I know your story. I don't think that you and I could ever fit in a romantic sense. And I've been, you know, a hard. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I, I appreciate that. And still, you know, I get enough respect for a couple months. And then when they feel like the time is necessary, they pounce and try to make a move. Yep. And then if I, if I, if I feed into the move and I allow them to have that, that moment that they that they that they want, you know, I'm the asshole if it doesn't go where they want it to go afterwards. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Funny. That's funny because it's the truth. women say that they ask for honesty, right? Mm. And then when somebody gives them honesty, All they the still paint a picture. Men do it too. Mm. When they get honesty, yeah, they still paint too. a picture, right? They paint a picture of what they want this person to be because this person checks so many other boxes. So you think that it's okay to excuse this major thing? That well, that's why I think what comes with learning yourself because um, what me trying to do now and um, like I explained to the people before, I'm not even ashamed of it. I've been in advanced therapy, but um, what does that even mean though? It just means, it means you're working on yourself. More, like I know more evaluations. It means, it means you know it means some much much more direct. Two three call. I know. get I get that part, but like so. Nobody, nobody else outside of the people that are here that we work on ourselves here. Right, right. That's why I wanted you on the pod to talk about it because advanced therapy is something I had to go through when I was 11 years old. Nigga. Yeah, and you went through a traumatic situation that I never been through. Like, yo, you... you a divorce, a, you, parent, a parental you, divorce. You and Los have really not grown up with your fathers. You know what I mean? So, like... I grew up with my parents. No, you did, you did, but... um. When I'm saying that, when I'm saying I did grow up in a two-parent household. Yeah. So, like, saying that shit, I was shielded from a lot until I met you guys. Nothing wrong with that. But, like, I really came into the real world when I met you guys. Yeah. I was shielded from a lot. So, I'm saying that, you guys were experiencing shit like that. So, a lot of times, y'all were comforting me, which I never discredit from any of you guys at all. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just... I don't know. You you gotta have the right. You have to have the right people that you know aren't gonna tell you. Everything in life is perspective, bro, mm-hmm. and it takes time. It's different for everybody, and that's why you know the judgment shit is something that you need to reserve until you know exactly what somebody's story is. Right. You know what shit. I mean? Like shit. the shit that's that, that's why. Oh, and this, I'm that, sorry. I was no, no, I remember no, what I was saying now. That's what kind of fucked me up about this nigga Gio. 
And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just I'm just gonna explain it this one time on this shit because it <laughs> fucked me up because I was upset. I was upset because Wally Wally, as much as he tells fucked up jokes and he puts me in awkward positions, which I understand it's him. And it's it's kind of funny sometimes looking back on it, but it does piss me off. But Wally put himself in a position where he wanted to understand if this female was for Gio. He was doing a service to Gio, which was like his brother at the time being. But despite even before doing all that shit, this nigga Gio did my nigga Wally dirty. And he did him dirty because we all know, you know, when we talk about white buffaloes and White buffaloes is kind of like, it, it, it goes even undiscussed. It's kind of like the females who would never be attempted by. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's because of that, because at some point they held something to us. Mm-hmm. I could tell Wally certain situations. I could say two names right now off the back of my head. We can't bring them up on only on certain occasions. Yeah. Those are great white buffaloes. Mm-hmm. They hurt to bring up because it's only talking situations. Yeah. It's cuts deep. Cuts deep. Dio violated that situation. He violated sanction. And the way he violated it, and because we all think the same with the situation. Me and him loose and shit like that. So it cut loose deep too because it's like even without even thinking about Wally in general, I say we don't love him. Gio's not to be trusted. That's exactly what came to my head. We went to Foxwoods. Gio's not to be trusted. That's just what it is. Whatever we go through right now, surface level. Mm-hmm. We have conversations in the room, surface level. What y'all doing tomorrow? We might play ball. Want to come through? We ain't talking about nothing that really has anything to do with us because you already disclosed the fact that you you fucked a girl that Wally held dearly to him. You know what I mean? That shit means something. Mm-hmm. means something to us. Mm-hmm. At least the 80 babies. Mm-hmm. And uh, you violate that shit for some pussy. I don't know. It don't matter. Even it if she didn't know he knew. It doesn't matter. because oh, she, she knows, though. She don't live in this. She doesn't live in this state no more. She well, lives in could, Hawaii, but and she's happy and in a relationship finally for the. Because this is the this is the teacher. This is like one of my great white buffaloes. Right. So, I have two. I have the teacher and I have Jasmine Williams. Right. I always say Jasmine Williams' name on whatever platform I'm on because <laughs> Jasmine Williams know so, what's up. But they're both in relationships and they're both happy. But Gio tried to play like he didn't know what it was when he told me like he was sending me her nudes. I was like, yo, I just bagged this one. And I'm like, nigga, I've been talking to this girl for two years. I know that bathing suit. Like, because she was sending him nudes with, like, her her face not in there. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And I told him that Mm. in 2016. And he's sending me the nudes in 2018. And then getting mad at me because he thinks I'm trying to dirty mac him and throw his name under the bus. So I can get with some bitch that has three kids. One of them is taller than this guy and already a teenager, about to be in college. Mm. Daughter's 12 and her youngest son is a fucking eight years old. You think I'm so, going to throw you under the bus for that? So so the only thing that was really impactful on that shit is the fact that when Gio, when, when this nigga Wally, even despite all that shit that this he just disclosed to you, he was talking to Gio about, he was talking to Gio's girl at the time. Well, he probably known for maybe like three or four months. I don't even know. But he disclosed to him like, yo, so what are you seeing him? Like, you know, just trying to really get down to the nitty gritty. What are your intentions with my friend? Really get down to the nitty gritty. Because you got three she kids. Told, she told Gio that shit, and Gio took it the whole opposite way. Instead of understanding what it might have been, 
He took it for what he might have thought it might have been. You know what I mean? So he thought that and I was trying to throw him under the bus. His experiences have to have make him think that other people are like him. Be crazy because he's a piece of shit. It's crazy. And instead of him admitting that, he's like, "Oh, I didn't know. I didn't have to. You, you can't. How dare you say that I knew what was happening with you and 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 the, huh? No, 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 no. You, you never met the teacher. You ain't no, never no, met no. the teacher, huh? Who are you talking about? I mean, all of them bitches that you talked to was crazy. But not that one. Not that one. You're thinking about the white one. This is a K-Radio one. And she was fine. And guess what? He did all that. And guess she's not even in his life anymore. Not even in his life anymore. That nigga was in Puerto Rico the last eight days. Because I'm not going to unfollow him. I'm not gonna unfollow him or any of his boys. Like that's not in my nature. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how you live. Shit, living. I unfollow. I know you do. I wish you best unfollow. Petty Rux, you're I Petty Ruxman. That's kind of why I didn't want. Sorry, yeah, it is what unfollow. it is. But like, I don't unfollow. I, I, I see what you're his, doing. His, Your life is trash. He like I told, like me and Thompson told you. We came in here three weeks ago. We told you <laughs> he was in the same spot as us. Did everything in his power to like get next to us. To not acknowledge us, and was praying that we would acknowledge him, and it's like, no, nigga, you're dead out here in these streets. To, to yeah. me, I've done this before. I do this. To me, the following thing is like, I don't want you. If I don't want you to be a part of my life, and you don't want me to be a part of my a part of your life, I don't want to be a part of your life. I don't want to see nothing about you. I don't want anything about you to be in my. Sanctuary. I got you, it, and I don't. I don't think about it that too deep. That's that, but that's how deep that I think about it because got I'm like, you. at the end of the day, it's it's either. It's either I can learn from you or I can learn with you. So, and go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, King. All right. So, just to just, to, just expound on that a little bit, too. I don't want to really believe in uh, unfollowing people. And um, I'm saying that now, too, because I unfollowed the fuck out of Lose. Did that shit right now. Boom, boom, boom. It's, it's dope. <laughs> but I don't normally like to do that shit. Um, but I know for me, for me, the only now, way you can heal is if you don't see anything. I can't that she does. see no evidence because yeah. it's my mental health. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate these people. I don't hate friendships. I, go do the same thing. It's yeah. like if you you start to see the reason why people go back and forth is because they start to see more of the positive than they do the negatives. Right. And the problem is on social media, nobody puts up their negative shit. Right. So you start to be reminded of positive reasons that oh they're so thoughtful. Oh, um, I love the fact that they like that. Oh, that's a nice picture. Oh. No, but that's not. That. But that's I not. Wanna, but I want to. If I want to move forward for, from you, and I recognize that you're not for me, I don't need reminders of the good things, the bad things, or anything. I my my perspective is that I need to move forward. Right. If later on in life we should cross paths, it won't be because of any bonds we've already built. It'd be a new friendship right. from gate. But but to say that too is the fact that my ex girlfriend Jess, which was from like 2011, maybe 12. But to say that I could, we could be friends on Instagram. I won't go on my way. I'll probably mute your. I'll probably mute your profile for me, but uh, I wouldn't unfriend you. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's some power in that because at the same time I wouldn't go on my way to see how your life is. But I don't hate you. No, my thing is this: if somebody, if I really don't agree, like if if the falling out is bad, and it starts to be something that that is against my core values and my character, I want nothing to do with you. And I think that's the distinction because the two scenarios that I presented to you are people who I don't want anything to do with. 
Right, right. I don't want anything to do with it because your character spoke more than anything you could say out of your face. And those are your friends, though. No. What? Those are your... They didn't get to the level of friends before I record, but one of them did. One of them didn't. One of them did. <laughs> um, I'm honest. Listen, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Um, one of them got to the point of being friends to where I thought that we were, were close friends until I recognized that it wasn't a symbiotic relationship. It was a host in the past relationship. Mm. Word. Okay. I'm gonna I'm a let it end right there, man. Because we can go for another 10 hours and we only got a half hour left of tape. So, yo, uh, let, me, let me wrap up. Wrap up. Wrap up. Wrap us up, King. I'm not going to wrap us all up, but I will say this, yo. Um, this is really good for me, yo. Um, like I said, I'm still going through my situation. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm learning about myself. I'm learning that I do romanticize a lot of my, my, my things with women. They got to give me more before I'm able to give them anything. That, what, anything. anything. And, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but even saying to your point there too, um, I did realize today I got a group friend, a, a good band of brothers. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't always seem like that because, like, not saying I take them for granted so much, but I don't, I can't picture life without them. So I'm always expecting them to be there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And That's I think, right. I think these guys are really supportive of what I'm doing in my life now. Mm-hmm. school boxing working out cool gave me a hug Wally gave me a hug Wally was there Man, I couldn't even tell him everything on the phone before he was like yo bro hang up the phone I'm coming I heard it you know what I mean yo man and if you ever do that again I'm gonna beat your yeah. motherfucking ass yo I can't man- this nigga said yo I don't I, I barely made it home I didn't I thought I was gonna crash my car <sighs> say last nigga I'm on my way like yeah. it was one of those things where you know you gotta clock in you don't wanna be at work and you had the day off that's how a relationship can be with your friends sometimes. And this is why I get so mad at women and men who don't understand that there's no distinction. A relationship is a relationship. Yes, it is. It is a 24 7, 365 day a year job. Show me how you treat your closest friends, and I'll tell you whether or not we're compatible. Facts. But me, me living by myself, me and my sisters don't have the relationship I have with Wally and Lowe's. You know what I'm saying? Different strokes for different folks. Right. But now I'm not talking to my parents. So it's getting to the point where these are the people that I'm turning to. Man, You know what I'm saying? So for to have a support system over there, I got to realize the fact that there are positives out there. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you could be a nigga out here with Candace, not, you're not talking to her no more. Yes, Jasmine. Mom, dad. Dad is like going through his own shit. He lost his mom this year. And then you don't have any friends. Like insert no lows, no me. Right. What the fuck does your life look like now? Insert no lows, no me, no TOA. Right. Then what? If you have nobody to like talk to to get you to the point where you have the common sense and like the wherewithal to go to your sociology or your psych professor and be like, yo, I need to talk to somebody like ASAP. Right, because right. I'm stressed and I'm going. Through, I might be depressed. Like it, it's not the same. It's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're you're blessed regardless, bro. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, men and women, that are in your position that don't have that. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And like that's the thing that I always try to remind this nigga of Isaac of when he's complaining about the same stupid bitch every week. 
And I'm like, I'm not listening to this shit no more, nigga. Because you're stupid. You're a retard. Like, right, right, right. you have all the power, all the skills to get out of that situation. You choose to be in it, so I'm not going to entertain it no more. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a little different because... Let me tell you, men and women are much more similar than you guys may understand. I no, understand I, 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 I know. I know. I said, I, I said, I said may. I didn't assume. Listen, um, I've synced it. We got to let him finish his point. Go ahead, Kay. No, I was just um, saying, added on a lot of good parts. I'm just saying that um, this oppression stuff, man, I mean, if anybody, you know, who's up listening to the podcast, you understand um, your moves are going to go up and down. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time being really introverted, and I kind of just, I stayed with the demons inside me. Not saying I'm a bad person or something like that, but I struggle with thoughts constantly because I am by myself a lot. But um, you got a lot of people who want to be there for you, be there for you. You know, like I dragged my ass out the house because this is what I was supposed to do. While he came to my house for, um, you know, to watch a movie with me and stuff like that. But also things that you don't notice. Things as far as like not eating, not sleeping. Things all contribute to depression and stuff like that. How, how yeah. But there is a way out of it. I feel better today than I do yesterday. Mm. I felt better yesterday than I did the day before. And I got to realize it's a process. And um, I'm glad for the people I have in my life. Likewise. Likewise, my brother. Appreciate you, dog. Yeah, you are very much appreciated. You didn't have to share that, and you did. And it's, it's highly respectable. Um... One thing I want you to recognize is that the higher your peaks get, the lower your valleys do. Consequently, you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to wrap there. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Episode 212 of the pregame. Thompson left early so he can go on a date. We had to basically beat him out of the fucking apartment, <laughs> out of the studio. Because he wanted love. Yeah, because he's... He, I'm going to have to check in with that nigga. He might be going through some things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bree Bree, sign us off, goddammit. Well, well, well. Corey, sign, sign out. Sign out? Tell um, people where they can follow you. Oh, say, yeah, Say yeah, good night, yeah, yeah. all that shit. Tell so, people where they can know, follow you. Good night, listening. Um, I hope you guys, uh, you know, just uh, found a lot listening to my story a little bit. We all go through this situation, but you can also follow me at Tats and scars. Hey, you know on I mean? everything, goddammit. On everything. On everything. Except for Facebook. Y'all don't get that yet. Yeah. I'm your Instagram person. <laughs> so, My Facebook you know is exclusive, mean? damn it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Thank you for Wally. You know, Bree Bree. Thank you for guys for inviting me to the podcast. It was a lot of fun, man. I think I'm. I think I might need to be a new two claps. I've been trying to. T- I've been trying to get you. I think I'm trying I might to get need you. two claps, Bree. You know what I mean? I think I might need to just like make myself a, a, a cast regular, member. A, a cast member. Cast, uh-huh. I have a question for you because you've been around. You've been around. You watch the whole podcast form. You watch all of that mm-hmm. Um. My question is. How has the podcast changed? How has the podcast changed? Well, for one, I think you guys have more direction. I think you guys come out here with a plan more and stuff like that. Um, if I'm being honest, I I think there's a little more control in it now. It was all over the place a lot. Mm. You know what I mean? It was. You know, but you guys were figuring yourselves out and stuff like that. <laughs> and, um, 
And I love I love the I love the dialect that we guys are having now. Um over there it was kind of it's kind of more like what more about bitches and shit like that. We was just getting drunk and talking about whatever. You guys have a lot more direction, which I really appreciate. You know. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, dog. Thank you for the mm-hmm. feedback. Now yeah. sign off, nigga. <laughs> yeah. You mm-hmm. gave your socials. Mm-hmm. T- uh, scars and tats. Tats, tats and scars, tats. man. She knew. She's she, sign the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she knew about the poor Evo. Sign off, nigga. Don't do that. Oh, and I, I'm and gonna and do yo, it. Yo, 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 they can't see. And to be honest, the most important thing was the consistency. Mm-hmm. Like because Wally's had a lot of people come in and out, and he's been hanging on to this shit. Yo, on some real shit. You guys been hanging on to this shit for a weekly basis. You guys, me, it, nigga, it's been, me. It's been always up in the air for the past. Brief for the last two years. Two years. The first two years it was up in the air because I think me and Isaac were supposed to be a regular. And Thompson. Corey's supposed you to be niggas a regular. Fuck niggas. But um, well, they other together. So so that's on him. But you guys right here definitely held it down to consistency. And you guys had plans. What I say all the time. To it. So this has been this has been great right here. And you guys upgrading, um, you know, equipment, which is awesome. You guys are doing great right now. See, mm-hmm. see, the people who pay the liquor stash is there. You know, <laughs> you got a bar now. You finishing up the eighteen hundred? We sitting in the middle of my kitchen, living room, dining room, and y'all talking about a bar. <laughs> it's a bar, nigga. Can you sign off? Cause we're at two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> Um, don't ooh nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Punch your ring in your chin. We almost had three hours. Um, uh, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mother or their auntie or their grandma so everybody hears about the pregame podcast. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Apple Podcast, Mu- Google Podcast, <laughs> Apple Music. No, no not no, Apple no, Music yet. We'll Just get those there. Three. We'll you get post there. It. You're going to post this tomorrow on Instagram. Right? This is going to be posted tonight. Absolutely, it's going to be posted. But it's going to be hit the link on Instagram. I named... It'll be up to be linked tonight. Three different yeah. platforms. Yeah. SoundCloud, for if you listen to your local rappers. Spotify, for if you listen to commercial shit. And um, Google Podcasts, for if you're really into tech. That's three specifically types of different types of people who can all listen to it. So tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Word. Uh, my name is Ole. Uh, signing off with my lovely melanated co-host Bree Bree, my lovely melanated co-host Thompson, who left early because he had a day, and our special guest in front of the show, Lexington Corey, aka Corey. We appreciate you. This is episode two hundred and twelve of the pod, pregame pod that is. And um, yeah, man, we'll be back next week with some more fire for your ass. Love y'all, man. Peace. And of course, we can never forget the hair grease. I'll holla.